to the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode number 96. 96, not 86. Nobody's getting 86. Uh, yes, I'm Dave Z. I am here with uh, who and who, first and Hi, foremost. Hi, everybody. Brandon. I'm Christian. <laughs> they both they both said it. That's good. We're wonderful. We're very happy. We have two very special guests. See, I'm going rapid. I don't know why. And somebody's taking a piss or falling into the water. Okay. What's going on? Uh-oh. Happened. This is the first time that's ever happened on the show. That was the, that was the sound of Dan Chase's podcasting career. Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, she spoke. Let's say who it is. Well, you know who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the um, the, the lead writer at pophorror.com, uh, one half of Cut to the Chase, one half of the, the new They're Here podcast. I think I covered the podcasting stuff. Hello. Oh, I got one more coming. Well, of but, course you're oh, wow. going to be able to do it if you didn't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Lacey Lou. Hello. AKA hey, the female Venom. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> 95 podcast. Have you thought about changing the name of Cut to the Chase to Cut to the Lou? Uh, skip to the Lou. Oh, wow. Get <laughs> 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 that queued up for an hour. I had <laughs> What is of that? Course, of course it started buffering on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm confused. Skip to a Lou. It's very good. Wait, yeah. was you that had a toilet flush sound for an hour, ready that to go for that down. joke. <laughs> for that joke, when we were waiting for you, Dave, to come back, he had this ready to go, and it's still I had this ready to go an hour ago, and it started buffering the minute I hit it. So wait a minute, that noise at the beginning was you? That was a toilet flushing over yes, YouTube. Yes, but it was you. You did it. Yes. Oh, I feel so much better now. Okay, now I can fucking bust your balls. What the fuck are you doing? 96 shows. We've had great intros. Everybody heard everything we said. I couldn't even introduce the guest properly. And I, I thought I thought Lacey was making some noise over there. And it was you with a fucking phone. That, no. Why are you that blaming noise, me? That, noise, that first noise was not me. <laughs> that first noise was not me. When I said Dan Chase's podcasting career. It wasn't you? That was not me. No. Oh, it the sound was me i'm gonna fine just 86 me i'm done okay it was maybe okay maybe it was our other guest okay wait a minute uh hey maybe it was listen it wasn't me this is not even gonna do the podcast we're just gonna find out who made that mysterious it was was your hair buds yeah (laughs) ladies and gentlemen my 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 great friend my co-host from abc's a hidden horror and formerly on the skeleton crew and um, the host of Liking It, the creator of Liking It, I should say, one of my favorite people, my sis, Miss Jamie Sammons. Hello. Hello. And how are <laughs> you? Like it. I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm very excited to be here. I uh, didn't think. I didn't think it was ever going to happen. Long over. Like, like they're never going to ask me. Well, then it turns out that apparently two thirds of you thought I hated you. So. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> See. <laughs> no, we. It's funny. It was sort of like I think Dave was protecting you, guys. Like I think he didn't want. Like it's only been Matt's the only one that's kind of stuck on the show, from any of the old podcasts. And Watson, for whatever reason, feels like he's got carte blanche to come on whenever he wants. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't get a toilet flushing entrance. Like I mean, <laughs> I know that was that disrespectful. Was, that was me skipping out of the loo. Yeah, we can't be disrespectful because they are here. This month is Women in Horror Month, so we decided why not now to have 
uh, some of our favorite friends who just happen to be females that love horror on the show. So all month, that's what we're going to have. And these are the first two that are on. So let me ask you individually, Jamie and Lacey, what do you think about the whole women in horror thing? Nobody wants to talk about it. Okay, um, they both fucking hate it. Let's, let's forget about it. Well, no, actually, Jamie and I were talking about this the other night when we did, uh, we recorded the top 10. Uh, we were, and she was actually really informative of, you know, how the origin of women in horror started. Yeah. I, um, well, I was there. Um, yeah. And, in the and, room? Uh, well, no, not physically <laughs> oh, in the room. Shit. But I was, I was part of that. When Hannah, Hannah Neurotica was the, the inceptor of, women in horror month and i we were all we all ran in the same circles this is back when i was with viscera doing the film festival thing and you know all of that so um so yeah i was around for it when it started and it the i know a lot of people like have problems with it the thing is when she started it it was not about hey let's you know Let's trash men. Let's ignore, right. you know, it's not about that. It's just about the fact that by the numbers, women who work in horror are just, there are fewer, there are fewer women directors. There are few, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's just a way to highlight the ones that they are. And hopefully by doing that, encourage other women to join in. That's, that's all it is. It's just, uh, we just want, we, we want to encourage young women out there who are interested in the horror genre to come on in because the waters are warm. I don't personally think that anyone has ever done anything to keep me out of doing anything I wanted to do. I've gotten to do things I wanted to do. I'm not going to blame anyone else for if there's anything that I haven't accomplished yet. It's that's all on me. So it's not about that. And it's not about, you know, saying, Oh, we're, you know, they're keeping us down. No, it's more just a celebration of the ones who, who have, come before the ones who like Ida Lupino who um she's she goes way back and you know no one ever really talks about her you know but we have people there have been female directors that they just don't get necessarily talked about you know and sometimes people are like oh I didn't know that when that movie was directed by a woman and it may not even matter because honestly it doesn't to me a good film is a good film I don't care who made it the unfor- you know, there was a couple years ago, there was a movie that came out as the anthology film XX. That was the yeah. whole, the whole point of that, that movie yeah. was that it was female, you know, female driven. That was the whole gimmick. Unfortunately, it wasn't good. Right. You know, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not, it wasn't good. And I'll be the first one to say it's not good guys, you know, and it's not that, um, that I feel like women in the genre need to be like boosted up just because they're women. No, you still have to make good product. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. XX was, was not a good movie, but Catherine Kusama, who did The Invitation, which is, which is one of my favorite what? films of the decade. <laughs> and I was recently doing some research because we're doing the top 100 of the decade, and I came across a, a list, a top 50 list of the decade on Film School Rejects on their site. And their number one for the decade is The Invitation. That's a very good movie. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. 
I got to watch it. We, we were actually talking about that the other night. And Dan, you know, he's, I, I think, I feel like he's the Jason Lloyd of Jason Lloyds. But um, when it comes to, it, well, no, he's actually, like, he either really loves something or he fucking hates it. But um, he was taught, uh, he, he said that it has its niche of, um, like, it's kind of a slow burn, I guess. Like, I've never seen it. So, but he described it as a slow burn with a payoff. I think it has some of the best acting I've ever seen, period, in in film. I think it's just a brilliant performance from um, Logan Marshall Green and uh, Tammy Blanchard are the two leads, and they're phenomenal. And it's just got a great cast of, like, supporting actors. It's it's really worth it. Well, I will watch it and get back to you. Yeah. (laughs) Please do. We'll wait. It's a (laughs) 7.5. Just give it a fair shake. It's got to be higher than that. I'm like your Lake Mungo. And now, now Fuck the whole Lake Mungo. Oh, oh my God, really? Oh Do man. not get me started, guys. You never know. See, you don't know what Lacey. See, yeah, really that, <laughs> this actually angers me that she doesn't like that movie. I hate <laughs> that movie. It I doesn't just make any sense. It no, doesn't. it it makes plenty of sense. It was no, slow it and boring, and I, I like slow burns, but like it, this one just didn't pay off. Like, She's are you kidding me? You're arguing with her. <laughs> Jamie's on your side, and you're yelling at her. No, it makes no sense. I'm not. No, I'm no, not. No, she on her likes side. the I'm film. Saying, yeah, no, we discussed saying, this the other day, actually. Okay. She's saying that what Lacey's saying doesn't make doesn't any make sense. sense. Not that the movie right. doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, yeah. I always, oh, I'm always okay. in sync with Jamie. Yeah. I always know okay. what she's thinking. Yep. That's um, true. That's funny. I was with Brandon. I thought they were arguing against each other. Yeah, I thought they were. I was like, no, that no, would have no. been cool. I mean, if you say it doesn't pay off, did you watch the end? Do you? Yes. Do you know what happened at the end? Where, yes, where, you know, she, it was like, she likes seeing her own death, right? Um, I think you need to rewatch the movie. I uh, said know, this the other me. night, and I, I stand by it. I think you do. Okay. And because Dan, <laughs> and I say that because Dan said you were distracted when you watched that movie. Well, okay, this, I watched this movie when, um, he get, Was he, he giving was, you a honey nipple while you were watching this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we, we used to watch movies, like, this is so cheesy, and, but we used to watch movies when he was in Massachusetts and I was in Iowa, and we would watch we were, we would watch movies like via texting like we would like it was a whole thing it would be like ready three two one hit play like it was a real thing like that was how That's like we watched movies. That. Yeah. I, think, I think it's awesome wow you can't Skype. do that because he watches it, everything at 1.5 so <laughs> like all right i'm done what are That's you but it was harder i will admit it was harder to like pay attention like because you're texting like how you feel about a certain scene or whatever and like other movies were harder to watch than others, and that one definitely was. I mean, we watched it at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. He's like, we need to watch this late at night. I was like, no, we're going to watch it right now. And it probably wasn't the best time, but uh, you know what? I'll, I will attempt to give it a rewatch, but we'll see. Yo, they're, taking, I, they're taking it off a Tubi. It's an expiring soon. I seen that. I was like, yeah, even they know it's shit. Oh, <laughs> no, stop it. No, oh, no. no. But you can't text during a movie. That's half your problem because you have to watch and pay attention. <laughs> like, you guys, everyone knows I take notes. Well, even when I take notes for a movie, I pause it and then I take the notes and then I press play and go back to the movie. Oh, I turn I my phone that. upside down. I do it all, dude. I don't miss a fucking thing. It I, took him three have... weeks to watch Midsommar. <laughs> <laughs> you did this can for the say, mutilator? Can, can you, you did just this for say the... that? Can you, can you say the name again, Brandon? Midsommar? Like... Is it really drawn out like that? Midsummer. Yeah, it is. S O M M A R. How much can you pronounce it? Somar. Mid- midsummer. No. Yeah, a lot of people. Stop. A lot of people say midsummer, but even even I, who's not a huge fan of the film, won't disrespect it by saying midsummer. 
What do you mean? <laughs> Midsommar. I'm pretentious. It's Midsommar. Uh, That's what it's uh, That word is so cringy. It is kind of cringy. <laughs> it is a cringy word when it's describing film. That's what bothers me the most. Like anytime someone watches an artistic film and they don't get it, that's their that's their like their standby word. Yeah, their go to. Oh, I don't like it. It's pretentious. Why? Because you watch it and you couldn't figure it the fuck out. It didn't happen to me. No, what the word it? actually has a meaning, and sometimes it it actually applies. You know, I agree. Oz Perkins. But I. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. She does not. She's the only one. I, I'm so glad. I'm so vindicated on this because Jeannie and Brian were the only ones that didn't like that movie uh, when, it first Daughter. Out, when it first dropped. And we, we, we all saw it early and they fucking hated it. And I loved it. I'm like, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> then the movie came out and like 95% of people love it. So I was like, yes. He's like, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Now, I actually, the thing is, I, I really love the story of that film. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he failed to deliver the emotional impact that should come with that story. And um, as far, but the one I straight up hate is uh, I Am the Pretty Thing. I can't stand that movie. I Am the Pretty Thing. I was uh, I'm there with you, Jamie. That <laughs> one, true. yeah, that was, that was tough. To get You're not supposed to be so <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh... That's a stationary burn. <laughs> I feel like I've never seen horror films like... <laughs> All the movies you guys are mentioning, I haven't seen. See, Lacey, <laughs> oh, you should over and over. You, I recommend you, you check mean? out Black Coast Daughter. It really is an excellent. Well, well, no, I've it seen. Uh, no, it's one of my favorites actually. Oh. Um, but I haven't seen. I am the pretty thing. Don't with, do it sober. Don't, don't do, do it, it at all. <laughs> and watch it, and you'll love it. That's not a good being... ad- advertisement for the film. Don't Why? watch it. Why? I love drug. I love movies that you have to take drugs to enjoy. I do. They, I'm sorry. If drugs happen to enhance a certain kind of a movie or a certain type of music and takes you to places that you couldn't ordinarily be taking to, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with saying, hey, this is great. Would that but do if that for so- any movie if you're on drugs? Well, yeah, but I mean, some movies are such a It's suddenly amazing. <laughs> yeah, but some it's movies are shrooms. made for drugs. Some yeah. movies are made for drugs, like some song, some music is. It just is. So, like some people that don't like anything trippy, I understand. They've never taken drugs. They don't. They can't relate. <laughs> like, like Neil. Pardon me, Veal. Veal doesn't like anything that's fucking trippy whatsoever. So, without telling me, I, I, no one has to tell me this. I have a good feeling that that Veal didn't, you know, partake in, in many, uh, you know, substances. And that's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not waving a flag saying, hey, everybody get high and take acid all the time. I'm not saying that. But I'm I can tell the, the type of people. I'm kind of the same. That's why, because I've never done any, like, hallucinogenics or anything. So I'm not really a fan of, of films like like Mandy or Enter the Void or, or Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I just can't get into those. I feel like you have to be uh, out of your mind. I agree I with you, Brandon. I just can't stand Hunter S. Thompson. That's my... Just, yeah. Like, I, oh, I love that movie, though. That's my, that's one of my least favorite movies. I just I could not stand it. Yeah. Oh, just... it's so much fun. Wow. <laughs> oh, well. We're all different. You know, what, what are you going to do? But <laughs> back to the whole... I think the women in horror, I'll say this about that. That's how we got started on this whole thing. Nowadays... We've 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 come so far. Like, wouldn't you agree, Jamie? If back in like even like 2012, when you first started in in the podcast game, or even earlier. Pardon me. It was 2008. Yeah. Right, even wow. earlier. Wow, so wow, wow. think about think about then, and think about now, and, and take a look around, and you know, look at just oh, it's you know, huge. people that are podcasting. It's, right. It's huge. When I first started, uh, I was such a novelty that, that right. um, people were like 
clamoring to like I, I could work anywhere I wanted basically as far as like I could pop on any show I wanted I could be on any network I want because there were so few of us that they knew it would be a draw because the same thing happened when I started writing uh, which was w- way earlier than that and it, there were so few women writing in horror that people just flock to it you know and back in the days when you didn't know who anyone really was and you, all you had was like some random avatar and then a made up name, like a made up scream name. There were, I knew male writers who pretended to be female <laughs> solely because it got them more attention as far as like people paid more attention wow. to what they had to say. And it's, um, it's because, you know, you go back into those old forum days and, you know, if a woman rears her head in a horror forum back, you know, 15, yeah, 15 years ago, then all the guys are like, what, who, who, what, what? <laughs> and it's not that female fans weren't out there. It's just that they weren't that vocal. And, um, I mean, we've always been out here. But, like, until the internet came along, I didn't have any friends that were horror fans. I didn't, I was the only one. And it, it's weird. I didn't have any friends. It was weird and lonely, <laughs> you know, to be that, well, yeah, to have no one to share stuff with, you know. You mean male or female, Jamie? Male you didn't have female. any. Fans? Yeah, I didn't know anyone. Wow. In person. Oh, shit. Like how me. many? How many times have you gotten like when it, like as a female, Jamie? Like you tell like another girl like like horror movies are your favorite genre. Like what kind of movies do you like? I like horror films, and they just like give you this like it's like a Karen, and they give you this lo- look of disgust. Like shut up, Susan. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's I get, always a Susan. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> like horror films. They're scary, and I'm just like. You're an idiot. Like, you know what? Yeah. They should watch Black Christmas from last year. It's the good gateway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I will never I, see it. I, just I also bring get, that up. oh, I, like, I get the other end of that, which is, you know, I love horror too. And I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing my normie you impression You ask them here. a question. I like horror movies. too. I like. My favorite Friday the 13th is, and this is a true story. I'm not making this up as an example. My favorite Friday the 13th is the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) Okay. I like that one too. Good job. (laughs) You know, and it's. That's when you sack. (laughs) (laughs) You're fired. (laughs) But yeah, most of the time it's like, it's a look of, oh, I've even gotten this response. But you look so normal. Oh, well, yeah. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get that, too, but I could just imagine. I mean, I was, like, any horror fanatic growing up, I always got, oh, there must be something a little off. I can imagine it being even worse if I was female. I can. Yeah, I don't I don't get that as much now as I did before, but it still it still happens. It's but yeah. most people well, around me now know who I am and they know what my life's about and if they take one single step into my home, there is no doubt. Yeah. You can't get away from it. Most people that's like one of the first things I they find out about me these days, but Yeah, horror is life. Amen. Yeah. If you go to Brandon's house, you open up the freezer, there's like a thousand severed heads in there. So you, you, a big freezer. Look at him. <laughs> well, no, and like I, I feel like I don't That's know. I like <laughs> one of the comments that I got when uh, you know a guy was asking me like this is way before Dan, but uh, they were asking me like you know what I was into. Was I was like though? I really, but yes, <laughs> I was like they, they were like what are you into? I was like well I'm really into horror films. He's like uh, you're into freaky shit, huh? And I was just like. No, like, how did how did it go 
from that to that. Like you're the freakiest you know? yet. Have you ever had a honey nipple? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jamie. This is this is now a permanent thing on Exploding. Are you Heads. kidding me? Do you know how excited I am at that prospect? <laughs> that it's, it's it's I love official. it. I don't think Dave's loving it as much. I see Christian laughing. I don't think Dave. Oh, it's Dave. hilarious. <laughs> I laughed Dave, you're not, you're not. Okay, you're liking the honey. I was Dave thinking was about something. Oh, you're over there. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about. I was thinking about what Lacey was saying about the, the guy assuming that she was in a freaky shit. Yeah. And I'm gonna take the devil. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate because when I was younger, all of the not very many, but anytime I did encounter female horror fans, they were like goth chicks. They were into all kinds. A fucked up shit and usually <laughs> not always but usually women like that are into freaky stuff and they are into freaky stuff in the bedroom as well so granted you know, you know you're being painted with a brush that isn't necessarily fair but there was a time when the people i encountered you know even in my 20s if i could talk to a female about horror she was usually a whacked out girl into drugs and everything else and horror was part of it <laughs> She was into horror, so, drugs, cutting her wrist sometimes, maybe, and, and what, having a choker wow. on, and a guy pulled her hair all at once. Not all at once, but... Dave, you know, stop. You know. You're turning me on. <laughs> I don't think the choking and the pulling the hair and, and the, like, the cutting oneself and drug use is, like, mutually exclusive. Like, I, I, I'm okay with the with part of that. Yeah, it's just so, it's <laughs> so happens Dave, I enjoy I'm, all I'm, four yeah, of those. Uh, yeah. All of it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> when I met time. a girl... <laughs> the girls so you're like that were the only ones. I met you back then, you would have associated me with like cutting myself. <laughs> Not necessarily a cutter, but probably freaky and prone to depression. Yes. I mean, like, I, like, do I have to strike you as a depressing person, though? Like, I mean, nope. you know, like, I mean, Not so, me. like. I know not me, but I mean, this is also 2020. So, I mean, you're talking back in the day, like there's different, like it's changed, it's evolved, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Back then, the horror people that I met, the females, the very few that I met were that type of person. I would not meet them at a regular nightclub. If I encountered them, it would have been a, <laughs> a, a different type of... No, it would have I'm been a different picturing type of... you at a nightclub, Dave, like going up. So, so what are you into? <laughs> He's more of a speakeasy kind of guy. Cutting, choking. <laughs> he used to, he used to hang out at Club 86. Oh, damn it, Brandon, you? I was about to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Like, I'm just picturing this all in. <laughs> I, agree with you, Dave. I agree with you, Dave. Thank you. And that just shows how much the landscape has changed. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm glad it's changed. Oh, absolutely. Even yeah. for guys too, because even when you go to the conventions, it's like a mix. You see, you right. see guys and girls who are gothed out and tatted up, and you know, different color hair. And then you see sure. someone like me. I don't, I don't have a tattoo. I don't have any piercings, nothing like that. But you know, it's just, it's a mix. You know, you're right. I guess I never like. I always thought about the stigmata between, uh, you know, how females were viewed. I never thought about like how I view guys that liked horror back in the day. Like, I guess it was just, like, rare because nobody, like, where I'm from likes horror films, it seems. So, I mean, that that's a very real thing. Like, um, I remember, like, I was the one that always showed everybody, like, Sleepaway Camp, like, when I, you know, I discovered that when I was a kid. And I just remember everybody's, like, looking at me like, I don't get it. And I'm like, it's just a chick with a dick. What do you, what's not to get? It's not <laughs> like, corn. I want corn. Children of the corn. I mean, <laughs> oh God! Oh yeah, Iowa. The cornfields. The cornfields. Yes. That they would get. Yeah. <laughs> but did, did you like, do the same, Jamie? Did you? Cock. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Oh yeah, we curse on the show. Did we? Did, did we not make that? <laughs> no, we cuss. No? We cuss on the oh, show. Oh, cuss! I fucked up the word already. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're glad it is where it is. We're glad that there's there's many more now, and it, it, everybody's. I mean, nobody has to fight for anything. It's like Jamie said. No, nobody ever. Nobody ever held her back because of her gender. And now, some people might think they still want to fight the fight, but. It's not really necessary. They're welcomed. Everybody's welcome. It's freaking, I mean, look at us. We, we, it's like I always say, we're already outcast in a way of speaking. Who are we to freaking say, hey, you guys aren't allowed here? That'd be ridiculous. So the way I look at it, everybody's involved. Everybody's here. And I'm glad they're well, here. The, the, uh, the fact still remains that a lot of producers are still under the impression that, and a lot of, of studios are still under the impression that women don't sell. As far as like female directors don't sell, even after Kathleen Bigelow um, has done some of the amazing things she's done, including winning an Oscar, uh, a lot of them just still think, okay, like um, what was his name? Oh, he's dead now, I think. But um, Rex Reed. Um, no, <laughs> um, he was a comedian. Oh, what the hell is his Bill name? Bill Cosby. Wait, no, he's still alive. Um, <laughs> damn it, George Carlin. No. Um. Shoot. Ernie anyway, Kovacs. do you guys remember that show years and years and years ago? It was like a reality show called Project Greenlight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Damon and, and wasn't it? Feast. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were the producers of that, weren't they? Yeah. And Feast yeah. came there out was, of that. Yeah. There was a yeah. guy that came on that show. He's an older man. He was... Um, Clue was so Gulliger. Clue oh, no, Gulliger's I love... I love well, she loves Clue. Word. I love Clue. And yeah. Son. Yeah, the I love son, John yeah. Too. But, and the um, game clue, I love that too. Penny Marshall, her, her, Gary Marshall—that's his name. Okay, oh. I had to go. I had to go all around the world to get it. But anyway, Gary Marshall <laughs> made the statement that women aren't funny. That just inherently, women aren't funny. What now, do you mean? Penny, that he's just women aren't funny. Women aren't funny comedians. Women can't make funny movies. Women just—they don't—they can't. A lot of comedians say that. Jerry Lewis and, has said that. So yeah, is Adam, I mean, a lot so of, is Adam a lot Carolla. Of people, a lot of people believe that women just can't do it. And if they believe, that, and people believe that women can't do horror, and people believe that they just they don't sell. You know that women women run movies don't make box office, and it's not true. And the, you know the fans, we as horror fans, don't even think that. Most of us don't even think that way. Right. Um, but. The, but we're that's the studios and the producers. They're the ones who hand out the money. So if they're not going to give you money, you can't make your movie. So it's just that still happens. Not as much as it did. I'm not saying it's as much as it did, but it is still out there. But um, but the, the the sad part is, is like I said, most horror fans don't give a shit uh, who's behind the camera. All we want is a good movie. Right. But, yeah. stu yeah. you know. I guess that's the first time a studio has made a shitty decision. You know, um, like, they do that all the time. You know, they do things that fly in the face of what fans actually want every single day. Well, you mentioned Bigelow earlier. I actually went, if I knew she was directing the film, that actually got me out to go see it. She was, uh, like, right, uh, near dark, uh, Strange Days. Like steel. I went to see everything. <laughs> Any relation to Deuce? What was he? What did you say? I'm sorry. Or Bam Bam, Blue Steel. <laughs> Blue Steel with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I just watched that the other day. <laughs> did you know Jamie Lee was in my favorite Friday the Thirteenth? <laughs> <laughs> did you, you know we share a birthday? You and JLC. Yeah. <laughs> we were born on the same day. <laughs> I love how you short form everything, Dave. 
Everything has initials in Days World. I quick it up. That's why I get so mad at 22 shots. How they call it, um, what do you call it? Remember they, they do it on the show and, and Jeremy busts Boots' balls because he, he calls it dub, dub, dub. And I go, well, yeah, I, I, he's not shortening at all by saying that. You know what I'm saying? Because what does dub, dub, dub stand for? What we watched. It's the same amount of syllables. So when you shorten something, <laughs> the idea is to cut out the syllables. So you should, you should say, you know, whatever, triple dub. I was going to say, what about triple dub? Something. But if you're dub? calling it dub, 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 dub shortens nothing. It's, it's just like saying... I'm all about shortening syllables. I, I was way ahead of the, you know, the kids nowadays. You know, they boy, they shorten everything. It's AF is the big thing and everything else. And hell, I say that shit. R-E-F-L. I don't know why, but I just pictured Bert and Ernie, like you know, because he has the rubber ducky. I, I don't know why that was the dub dub dub, like rubber dub dub, and I, I don't. Okay, oh, I'm three done. men in a tub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Adam Carolla was right. Women aren't funny. Hey. Wow. Oh my God. I never claimed to be funny. Stick to horror. So hey, I'm into that freaky shit. Leave me alone. <laughs> Unfortunately, those are the jokes on this stupid show. <laughs> I apologize. Whatever. I dub, dub, dub. What were we even talking about that it went to dub, dub, dub? I totally lost the train. Oh, JLC. 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 Okay. Awesome. I felt like I had something to add, but I, I can't even remember she made me feel bad lately. Jamie Lee Curtis made me feel bad because she went on a, a, a rant about saying if you, you're a, you're a horrible parent oh, if you show your kids Halloween. Fuck off. Not even a horrible Fuck parent. Off. You're the worst kind of parent. Or no, you're the one of the worst person people in the world. world. So yeah. a pedophile is better than me who shows my daughter Halloween. Son of a bitch. Put the cuffs on me. Let's you know what? Her. I wouldn't be who I am or doing what I'm doing if my mom hadn't been showing me horror films from the time I was in the womb. And, and then that I'm dead serious. Like my, I, yeah. I cannot re- there is no time when I wasn't watching horror in my life. And awesome. I thank her for that every single day because it's like the one thing she did right. But uh, was your first <laughs> horror film, Jamie? Oh Jesus. Uh, technically, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because I was there when my mom saw it. (laughs) But I obviously don't remember that. The first thing I remember really affecting me, uh, there are two. One is Jaws, and the other one is Salem's Lot. Then they were kind of around the same time that I I remember seeing Jaws around the same time. I watched Salem's Lot when it originally aired, and that was in 79. And right about that same time, my next-door neighbor had a V8, had a, a VCR. He was like the first person I knew that had a VCR. And he had two movies. He had Jaws and Moonraker. And I used to watch those repeatedly. <laughs> and so awesome. um, Jaws used to freak me out to the point that I would, get, I would be in the bathtub and I would have to get out <laughs> of the bathtub because I just knew that the shark was going to get me. And then Salem's Lot, um, that movie kept me sleeping with my neck covered until I was 12 years old. We just did our last episode on that, uh, which I still haven't edited yet, so it's not out. But it's crazy because we were talking about wishing to see have seen that way back in the day. Because I don't think I, I caught any of it, Salem's Lot, when it was on TV. I still haven't caught it. Uh, it was like, an, I remember it was, uh, it was like, <laughs> I didn't even know what was going to happen. Like, I didn't know what we were doing, but it was like a family event. I had two stepsisters and a stepbrother and my stepdad and my mom. And we all gathered in the den and we just like, they sat us down and we were watching us. It was like an event, <laughs> but I didn't wow. know. I was too young to even realize what 
what we were doing. But then um, those Glick boys, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> they haunt me to this day. Just don't listen Jim to a review then. <laughs> well, I put Jim, over the Jiminy Glick. Yeah. <laughs> Jiminy Glick it? <laughs> um, son of a bitch. What was I going to say? Oh, you, you're not going to believe this. Because I, I said on the, when we reviewed Salem's Lot, one of the things I said is I wish they spent more time on the background of the Marston house instead of the bullshit uh, domestic stuff that, that we had to deal with, with. With, you know, certain things in that movie were slow. But here's what's crazy, guys. I was watching, I, I, I started, uh, I had to restart it because I watched two episodes before and then I went like two months without watching it. So me, my whole family, we sat down, we started watching season two of, um, what's that show? Um, uh, Castle Rock. And guess what? They are going into the background of the Marston house on that show. So the thing that I said that someone should do, they are doing, I was like, son of a bitch. I told my wife, I'm like, you, uh, you got to be kidding me. I was just saying someone should do this, and here they are. Of course, wow, they that's... did it before I mentioned it, yeah. but pretty crazy. And I know what Jamie's saying about that, Salem's Law and it being a gathering, because it was a miniseries. Yeah. Back then, in the 80s, in the, you know, 79, whatever, that was an event, and families did get together to watch a miniseries. Sometimes you'd have to wait a full week to see the second part of it. Remember that? Wasn't it like oh, only yeah, on Sundays? Yeah. yeah. They, that is Born. why I have anyone who ever hears any of my shows probably knows already that I have a huge, huge soft spot for uh, TV mm -hmm. horror films from particularly the 70s and 80s. And it's because it was a big deal when it was, you know, movie of the week and it was a horror movie. I was so down and it was something to look forward to. It was exciting. And they're good, too. You know, m some of them aren't, but... As a rule, they tend to be pretty damn good. Because yeah, Richard Madison wrote most of them, you know? <laughs> yeah. True. Right. Even Killdozer wasn't terrible. I mean, it's cheesy, but I'll watch Killdozer over half of the freaking... I love that movie. ...movies now. Yeah, it's okay. It's fun. These guys didn't like it so much, but I don't know. No. Give me a Dan Curtis movie where Richard Matheson wrote the script, and I am all over that shit. Hell yeah. Anything with Matheson. Good God. Well... Anyway, you know, you know what I love now? I love, uh, Brandon, you created this. Uh, I think you call it the Wannaverse. I, lo <laughs> yeah. I love everything. Yeah, I love everything from that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it just came to me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Yo, I fought for Jamie when I heard you him say did. that on Shockwaves. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. And I love Becca, and she didn't mean anything by it. She's just having fun. But she says, Wannaverse. And someone said, she said it, and someone else heard it. What did you say, Wannaverse? And she goes, yes, Wannaverse. I'm coining the phrase. And as soon as that came out of her mouth, I said, fuck you, Shockwave. You're not coining <laughs> shit. It's bad enough you fucking get a, a thousand more downloads a fucking you. minute than we ever will. <laughs> You're no, not you coining and, shit. Uh, and Ram Man, uh, Abraham, was he jumped right in there. Um, he's the best, man. Like, I love Ram Man. He's like, no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. We, we got to take what we can get. We're the, uh, you know, we're, we're where we are. We got to get what's out there. If, if we sense something good, and by, by we, I mean all of us here, horophilia, us as podcasters, especially Jamie, who's who's an OG. You you come up with something, man. I want people to know you came up with it. That, that That's the way it is, man. Shit. That meant a lot to me, Dave. It really did. Oh well, hey, you know I'm always here for you. That's that's the least I can do. Shit, but um. Probably is the least you can possibly do. <sighs> Stop it! There. Just being there is literally the least you could do. <laughs> Son of a bitch! All right, we better get into these damn movies. We'll be we'll be here till the freaking sun comes up. So, uh, tonight 
The three movies we're doing are The Borderlands, AK. What are you doing, Brandon? Nothing. The He's Borderlands. Up his next joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. Fucking guy, you're as bad as Jeremy with that freaking thing, pressing the buttons and oh, shit. Oh, stop! We keep talking about how we want a soundboard. I know we do, because we would do it right. You're right, and we're going to get a soundboard anyway, one step at a time. The Borderlands, aka the Final Prayer. We are talking about the Mutilator, and we are talking about Triangle. They all come from our patrons. We're very happy about it. Three very different movies from okay, three. Good. Did you ever play the voicemail? <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> I was trying so hard to figure Whoa. out how the hell these movies were linked, like what the right. hell they had in common. <laughs> Lacey and I had this conversation, and I just, I'm like, I don't, I have no idea. I don't understand. I, but I guess if they're patron movies, then that makes that sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Correct. That's, That's the just only what thing that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, let me play the voicemail. This is from our homie. Eric Webster from Dark Discussions. And we're going to play it. We're not going to talk much about it after because we're going to save that for another show. But Hey, guys. This is Eric from Dark Discussions. I just wanted to send you my quick thoughts after your announcement about where the show is headed after episode 100. But first, I want to take a quick moment to say hi to Brandon because he got all butthurt last time I sent in a voicemail that I didn't mention him by name. He thought I forgot about him. Brandon, buddy, I didn't forget about you. I do remember that we were supposed to do an episode of Horror Corridor together for Spanish Horror, and I was really looking forward to it, and I was very disappointed uh, when I found out that wasn't going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm pausing it. Everybody listening that has a podcast, do not invite Brandon on your show as a guest, because every, <laughs> every time he's invited as a guest on a show, he fucking stiffs. Every he fucking does. Unless, unless it's a 22 shots thing. <laughs> And I have a feeling that's not going to happen again. So nobody invite Brandon on their show. I'm going to proceed. Because I was looking forward to podcasting with you and Watson. And I was also looking forward to talking about some damn good movies. Uh, look at the bright side. At least you got Watson on your show to talk about the orphanage. He was so horrified about the thought of podcasting with me that he canceled his whole damn show. So you got oh. that going for you. So I want you to look in the mirror or if you can see yourself in your Skype window right now, look in your camera and say, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. He did it. So, on my thoughts about your announcement, you guys said a lot of things that hit home for me, uh, <laughs> including uh, the occasional urge to walk away. Uh, I, I understand that. Uh, I've been podcasting for almost nine years at this point and have thought about it more than once. Uh, I also... I uh, heard a lot of trepidation in your voices, and I understand you're afraid about listener backlash when uh, they find out that they're going to have to pay for the show if they want to listen to it. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, people don't understand what goes into a podcast. They, they listen to it for however long it runs. Most podcasts are like an hour. Uh, your guys are, are extended length. And people don't understand that it's not just the length of the show, the time you're putting in. Uh, you also got to watch the movies to talk about. You gotta, also got to uh, plan out your segments. Uh, you got to edit the damn thing and publish it. Yeah. It, there's, a, there's a lot more that goes into a, a podcast and its final runtime might indicate. And people who haven't podcasted don't get that. So, yeah, there will probably be some backlash. Uh, but here's the thing. I think that uh, you'll have a bunch of people support you. Uh, I personally upped my patronage. 
because uh, I realized there were a couple of podcasts I was contributing to on Patreon that are doing just fine at this point, uh, and you guys deserve my money more. So uh, I redirected those funds to you because I think you're more deserving than I want to see your movie. I so, love this guy. Uh, I also yeah. uh, totally agree with what you guys were saying about social media. Uh, mm. It's a cesspool. It really is. Uh, I would not be on Facebook at all anymore if it were not for podcasting because that place is awful. Uh, so I totally get what you're what you're saying there. So uh, keep on going. Uh, I will support you. I want to see your movie exploding heads forever. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. That should just be our ad. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was awesome. Also, I wanted to thank you guys for bringing me on the show while I could still listen to it. <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem. Uh, we're doing it all month long. All guests now. Because nobody's going to want a guest after 100. Well, I can't listen. Only 100 people are going to hear it. <laughs> no, I don't. I, don't I, I think you guys have, you know, you guys are really special. And I think, you know, you guys are going to people are still going to want to podcast and listen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank was... you, Eric. Yeah. Thank I mean, there, he's right in that there will be some backlash because of course, oh, but, but I, I really feel like your listeners are very loyal and it's for a good reason because you're, you know, you're a fun show and you're very engaging and, and I like shows that engage with their audience and who know their audience and, and you do that. And, that's a good thing. Thanks. So hopefully, um, m- you know, most of those people out there will think about it. And here's the thing. L- for anyone out there who is grumbling right now, you don't complain when you pay to go see a movie. All right. So a lot of you just don't go to the movies. I get that. But you're not. So you're not supporting something that you probably end up liking. You'd rather, you know, watch it illegally. And, you know, that's crap. Um, <laughs> you you don't complain when you go to buy a cup of coffee that you want or the fast food that you want or the cigarettes that you smoke or the weed that you smoke or the booze that you drink or the whatever, whatever it is that, that, that enhances your life. If you feel like this show enhances your life, then you really should have no issue contributing to that as well. Two plugs for the person. Amen. Thank you. That was awesome. I think oh, you, you summed it up. That was amazing. It was amazing. And the thing is with Jamie, I've known Jamie for several years now, and we've had discussions of all types, and I know her general opinion on the whole Patreon thing. So I was actually a little bit reluctant to even play that because I didn't and, – and I said I'm going to play it, and I'm not going to elaborate much because we're going to do that on show 99. <laughs> Because I know her general stance on this, and I didn't even want to do it while she was here. No, but she's here. (laughs) It's my it's my personal thing. It's just it's a solely personal thing. It doesn't mean that I think it's wrong. It doesn't mean that I think it's not worth it. It's it's just. um, And you know, honestly, if I had started doing that back when Patreon first popped up, then you know, I'd be I'd feel much differently about it. Now the thing is that I had already been doing this for so long before that even became an option. And then it, when it did become an option, it felt weird. And you know how we used to talk about the, the, uh, there was this one particular podcast way back in the day who would charge <laughs> you for specific shows, not every show. You didn't have to, yeah, just franchise, just yep. for, for specific shows. Yep. And I just didn't really think it was worth it because, because of who particularly it was, but, um, <laughs> so I'm with you. 
I just, um, and it's just a personal thing. It doesn't mean I think it's wrong. I don't, I don't. And, and honestly, I think that if anyone were to make that switch and be able to maintain their listeners, it's going to be you guys because that's how much your listeners love you. And there's a reason they stick around. So, awesome. and you know, I, I think people are going to follow suit. I really do. Other podcasts. I think they will. Well. <laughs> Who knows? We're, we're going to write better jokes. We're going to write them. If, 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 that's I mean, start. maybe we all should. Maybe <laughs> everyone should be. Maybe everyone should be tired of doing the work. I mean, I guarantee you this. If I did go that route, my shows would come out more often because I would have incentive to do it. Right. You know. And if somebody was paying me for it, you damn straight I'd be doing it. You know, a lot more frequently. Right now, they kind of get tossed to the wayside because life happens and whatnot. And then I just, you know, they end up coming out very sporadically. And Dave, no one knows that more than Dave. But I, I really think, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's going to come to the point where all of us are just sick of putting in all the work and, you know, getting nothing in return. And it's not that I don't. I don't think we get nothing in return. I do it because I love it. And I do, I feel like we do get a lot in return from our listeners. Like when people come, you know, write you letters or whatever, and th that just means the world. Like it means Absolutely. so much to me. So it's not like I get nothing. It's just that it's, it is a lot of work. And particularly as time goes on and production gets different and, you know, higher production values, you know, you start putting more and more time into it. A two hour show can really be like an eight hour show. It's, I don't know. But anyway, I'm sorry. I know you didn't even want to talk about that very long. No, no, <laughs> I, I don't regret it now because of what you said. And I feel much, I feel much better because honestly, I, I can admit it that I, I was sheepish about making the video, but I know it had to be done. I feel a little sheepish about talking about it in the presence of other, of other people who do podcasts more than anything because yeah. it's a little bit uncomfortable. But I would say that 80% of the, the feedback we've gotten from the listeners has been good and probably 90 from the podcasters. So, so far, I'm sure some people are keeping their mouths shut because not, not, not everyone's weighed in and why would they? But for the most part, it's been okay. And, and we expected some flack and it is what it is. But not wouldn't it be cool if everybody... See, what's that? We got, we got a little bit of flack. We got <laughs> no, a, little, a little... That's sheepish. not one of the new jokes that we're going to put on. What? what? That I'm a little <laughs> sheepish? Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> and if... Lacey, if your show decides to go that route, you could call it "Cut a Check to the Chase." Hey, that's actually really clever. The jokes are getting better, folks. Woo. Yes, I don't think a lot of people will follow suit because honestly, if everybody who podcasts starts doing it, they'll most of them. And I don't mean it's hard for me to say this without sounding arrogant, and I'm not arrogant, but I think a lot of them wouldn't really get anything. Because they're just guys sitting on a mic talking, and well, you really, yeah. They, a lot of people don't put in the effort that that you guys that put we in, do. Or that you know us. Alex puts in. Alex, who is, right. to, in my oh, opinion, one God. of the best producers ever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know if I've ever said that other than maybe to you, but yeah, you just have to listen to a show to to realize it. When I when I saw some shitty review on iTunes saying the host insists on putting music in the back, I'm like. But it, it's it's actually balanced. It's not like it's drowning out the vocals, which so many podcasts do. They, they can't seem to balance the sound properly. Alex is a genius when it comes to that. The shows are incredible. Your vocals, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I consider myself incredibly lucky to have been on a show that had such high production standards that, I mean, I really feel like 
he is the best the in the business. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Christian, we love you. That's fine. Those are the jokes, folks. <laughs> but I agree with Jamie, of course. I've been even more fortunate because I've had Alex. I have Wazell, who was just amazing. I listened to, uh, uh, you know what I'm doing? I'm listening to all my old uh, best of for the year top 13, top 14. So, whatever show I was on, you know why? Because I'm preparing for our top 100. So, I'm going back and listening. Huh? I love it. I go, I'm going back and listening to myself. Well, you know why? <laughs> because I want to remember what I said, and should I give it a second I was watch? Depending say, on Christian, you know why. It's because he has the memory of a goldfish. He can't it's word. It's true. That I do, yes. So I was listening to uh, Banana Laser, and I'm like, man, this, some of the stuff Matt Man, was I, was I was on just, that show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, this Dave guy's list is exactly like mine. <laughs> 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 if I can remember my list, I don't... <laughs> oh, shit. So, oh, yeah, man. Matt, Alex, Christian, Watson, and Jamie, who's only been doing it a short time, but she takes the time to to do the music and the bumpers and things like that. Granted, it takes her a little time, but everybody's busy. And, and again, nobody's paying for it, so whenever it comes out, it comes out. There's there's never a rush, J- you know? I don't know this. Maybe I should, Jamie, but I don't. Is Fright Night one of your favorite movies? <laughs> Not re- I do love it, but no, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. I just really love that music. So do I. And so every time I hear it, it just makes me smile. And I always think of well, because I think of the movie, and it's one of the ones that got me into horror as well. So that's why. Uh, no, it, I do cool. absolutely love it. I do. Um, <laughs> I I've always um, I've always kind of ev- evil was always, you know, that he's the the outsider and the whatever. I love the fact that Charlie would watch the late night horror stuff. You know, and I love the fact that Evil was this outsider kid. Like that, it felt real. You know, yeah. And I have always loved it, but I wouldn't say it's like in my top ten or anything. But oh my God, do I love that song? So <laughs> um, that's that's why I use that. That just love the music and that scene, the scene by the fireplace with Chris Sarandon and and yep. Amanda Bears. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I gotta watch that again. I've only seen it once. I need to watch it again. Two thousand eleven, wasn't it, or something like that? My biggest like, list, no. top 100 films of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I wish I could make money enough to do it all the time because I absolutely all. would. I love production. I do. I love it. And um, I'm anal about it. Um, but it's because I love it. And I, I wish I could do it constantly. That would be my dream right there. I'd love everybody to be in the same room together because even over Skype, it drives me crazy that you'll hear little pops and, and stuff like that. But what can you do? That's that's the reality of... You could of... be a better producer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. I will do better, everybody. <laughs> now, Lacey, you do the... You do all the technical stuff on, on Cut to the Chase, right? I know Dan sure is all doesn't do it. Or am I wrong? Has he learned? No, that, that's Dan. That's all Dan. He learned. Like, wow. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Dan. Like, uh, <laughs> the first episode we did like on our own was uh, Wishmaster, and like he had never seen that. So it's odd for him to have not seen a movie. And I remember I edited that episode. Like There wasn't much to – we didn't really do much with it. But um, after that, uh, we had Merriman – put it you know a couple songs in the beginning and end but uh i mean he did the horror hits episode and that was a lot of editing and he worked really oh, hard yeah. on it and you know he's really become a really great uh you know at producing a show 
And wow. uh, I'm really proud of him. Yeah, he's come a long way, guys. <laughs> I'm proud of him, too, because I listened to that show and that with the horror hits and all the stuff that went into it. Because, you know, I've been involved in I, I've written scripts. We've had so many elaborate freaking things, especially on Banana Laser. So I know what goes into it. And the fact that he did that, I just assumed it was you. I don't know why. No, it was him. That, well, I might, well, my hat's off to him. That's props to Dan. I didn't didn't think he uh, he would be such a producer. But wow. You never know. He he picked it up so quickly too. Like it was weird because, like I said, we used to have just Merriman like put in like a song at the beginning and a song at the end. But he will come through our entire episodes and like uh, take out pauses and um, you know because obviously and um I, like that yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. No, well, I that was a big dick move on my well, part. I, I'm sorry. Well, I Brandon's like a heel. I feel like he has to edit me because I, I, I drink quite a bit sometimes. So uh, he makes me look a lot better, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, right we on. should get into the movies, but there is yeah. one question that we haven't asked in a long time. And it's out for both of you to answer. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 or Rocky 4? What's your pick? <laughs> uh, Rocky 4, no question. Well, you know, the first movie I ever seen was Rocky 5. Uh, in the theater, that was and my That's parents not made up. Related just, at all? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, don't, I don't remember the Rocky worst Four, of all so. the Rockies you saw the first. <laughs> <That's not> the <laughs> yeah, worst. that was the first movie that I remember seeing in the theater, and then the first horror movie was Child's Play Three. But um, yeah, no, I, I've never seen. I don't think I've seen Rocky Four, so I got to go with Nightmare on Elm Street Two. <laughs> cool with Ivan Drago, the giant Russian. Yeah, no clue. No, no clue. You never know with see Lacey. She's so you, a wild card. You haven't seen card. Creed two either, then, eh? Oh, I did. I no, I did see Creed two. I bought that for Dan's birthday last That's year. That's like Rocky four part two. Oh, was that okay? <laughs> kind of, yeah. You yeah. know, we sort of read about way, yeah. yeah. I thought Creed one was better. I mean, so, they brought uh, Bridgie Nelson. Was it you know Flavor Flaves yep. like? Yeah. <laughs> well, she was in Rocky four as well. She was. Yeah, uh, I was. When she so, was young. Beautiful. One vote for Nightmare 2, one vote for Rocky 4. Okay. So really, Jamie wins. <laughs> Sad. Sorry. I know. What is this? But you never know. Lacey has not has seen all these comedies and everything else and loves Chevy Chase. And I, I my jaw dropped. You told me you've never seen Caddyshack. Caddyshack. I, I can't believe it. That's the oh. most shocking thing about Lacey Lou that I can think of. Well, I almost that fell and... off my chair when Dan hadn't seen Heather's. I right? was like, well, what the hell? I haven't seen Heather's. Whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy I will. shit. <laughs> I plan to. That's, That's like one of Dave hasn't seen, though. I, I plan to. That oh. movie is 32 years old. <laughs> 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 oh, I feel like there's a lot of movies. Like, I feel like we're honing in um, on me, but I guarantee you there's a lot of movies that I've seen that you guys haven't. You I'm know? Great. But that's why I'm shocked because you see everything and you see a lot of comedies and you love Chevy Chase. So it would, to me, it would seem like that would that's a hundred percent in your wheelhouse. And that's like Chevy Chase is like probably his best film. That and like the first vacation, in my opinion. Well, you know, Chevy it's just. Dead. Oh, what's that? The... Where am Where am I? You're in the records room. You want anything? How about a copy of the Beatles' White Album? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, that won't be on well, the, uh, the, after 100. That joke. <laughs> <laughs> well you have to watch Caddyshack and and, oh, and my buddy Valentine she hasn't seen hey oh. that that's coming this year I've seen the remake that's okay I, oh, hey yeah. listen I saw Fright Night remake did, before the original did you just golf what? did you just golf clap me 
<laughs> no, no, I wasn't being condescending. I was really <laughs> empty. I don't really do a Because, you know, I got a speaker next to me. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So, Fair Everyone enough. needs Fair to enough. watch more movies. Who does? All of yous. Fuck that. I want to watch less. Everybody's talking on their podcast. I'm going to watch 300 this year. I'm going to. I'm the only guy that looks at my letterbox and says, you know what? I watched 250 last year, and that's too much. I, I vow to watch less movies this year. I, you know, I don't like I want to live my life. I don't like that everyone's getting all riled up and crazy behind Lacey's race to 500 this year. I did, a, <laughs> I did 1,166 last year, and nobody said shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is a personal goal of mine. Uh, that I've wanted to do since I was 19, and I've never done it. And, you know, I, I broke it down as, you know, you got to watch at least 42 movies a month in order to hit the goal. And right now I'm on pace. I'm at 47, I think. So and it's the beginning of February. I, I I don't know. I'm having fun with it. I mean, I, I'm going to be watching a lot of movies, probably Caddyshack. Um, oh, yeah. Should be on the list. You know, and it, I think, you know, I think the fun thing is, like, I ask people, you know, what movies should I watch that, you know, I might have not have seen. So I, I think, you know, having people involved, that's why they're getting behind it. No one ever asked but me that. He's this guy's a record breaker. <laughs> he's a record. He and Guinness told him to fuck off. <laughs> Carlsberg, too. I didn't contact Guinness because I didn't keep any, you know, records of it. Other than, How do you know, records of a movie. We believe I imagine, Guinness, that, I imagine there had the to be some. And they're like, dude, we're drunk. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to ask. So you watched, uh, you said 1,166 movies? 1,166 different movies. That did not count any rewatches, which there were probably about another 40 rewatches in there. That's crazy. So yeah. what was the worst film you've seen last year? Midsommar. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Midsommar. <laughs> Um, I watched, I don't know why, but very early on, I watched a, um, a Snoop Dogg movie. I forgot. <laughs> it was Hood of Horror? No, it was, it, like was a, it, was, it was a comedy. It was a comedy movie oh. with him and, and another rapper and, you know, just smoking weed. It was oh. awful. Like, it's how a thing on Netflix. Is it How High? Is he it in that one? It wasn't How High. I, I'm going to have to I look I never watch up. any of them. You know me about rappers and movies. I, I, but I it was just of... that bad, huh? Uh, atrocious. that that was like probably the least expected answer that i've ever you know anticipated i I don't know if i feel like it's anticlimactic in a sense or if it's you know epically amazing answer (laughs) i just don't know how to feel about it i could tell you one of the best hidden gem movies um that i discovered and it's not a horror movie but it's a movie called the The music never stopped (laughs) oh it's a documentary the music never stopped it's It's with uh or no no, it's with J.K. Uh, J.K. Simons and um, oh, and Lou Taylor Pucci. Who? Pucci? Lou, Lou Taylor, Taylor Pucci. Pucci. Okay. Lou Taylor Pucci from the Evil Dead remake, the one who opens the book and reads it, even oh, though it says don't read asshole. it. Oh, I can't stand him. He's a oh, great actor. Character. You know no, what no, I don't like about that movie? The MacGyver scene, Dave. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, it's true, though. Everybody, every podcast, when they talk about that remake, they go, oh, oh that fucking, that fucking defibrillator. And meanwhile, the guy, <laughs> Ash, does something that is impossible to do in part two, sticks a chainsaw on his arm, and he's able, and nobody gives a fuck. They blow that movie like it's a fucking John Holmes. I don't understand, you know? It's like nostalgia. And I, hey, listen, I love nostalgia. I'm an 80s kid and 70s and all that other shit, and I... You know, like I think Reanimator's a, a ten out of ten, and I, my jaw dropped when, when Lacey gave it a seven out of ten, or whatever the hell she did. So I what love Nostalgia. Good for you, Lacey. Good for you. 
I thought that was a high rating. I gave it like a 3.5 out of 5. Good for you. I know, but I, I'm just... That's why you call me the Jason Lloyd. Well, Based off the reanimator. Now I know. Okay. Many that's just... That's a drop <laughs> in the bucket, Lacey. That's just... That's... <laughs> you know what? I like good movies, too. Like I know you do. That's the first thing I said about you. A lot of times, she loves what I love, and then sometimes she loves what I don't love, and then sometimes things I love she really hates. And I'm like, I oh, found the movie. In any other combination of that that you can think of. <laughs> right. I found the movie, Lacey. Yeah, Mac, okay. and, Mac and Devin go to high school, starring Snoop Dogg <laughs> and Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> I don't know why I watched it. I think I watched it. it. It was probably on Netflix. I think I watched it at work on Netflix. Wow. Mac and Devin go to high school. Oh, wow. With Never heard dog and Wiz Khalifa. You were really like scraping the bottom there. Like that's what you pick for your movies. It was early what? on in the year too. I was at work and I just wanted something <laughs> quick and like mindless to watch while I'm at work. No, and I, I could... get you on that though. Like I like because I'm tracking all my watches and oh. Alex Edwards comments and he was just like because it was like a girly pick. He was just like, "How did I know this was your post?" Oh, I, <laughs> like, saw, I saw that post too. I was like, "What?" It made the cover of Teen Witch look like a horror movie. <laughs> hey, Teen Witch is great. I love Teen Witch. Um, Got my girl. Did you okay. know that's Blake Lively's sister? We're not reviewing movies tonight, Christian. Don't worry. I, no, no, no. I want to. The problem is, I know we got to get to it, but I want to keep asking questions because I love. I love the fact that we got other people. I want, like, I know we're a horror podcast, but I almost want to know what their favorite non-horror film was of last year. I brought up a non-horror film Ooh. two minutes ago, and you yelled at me. Yeah, well, because that, that, you're not the guest. Mine was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, so mine is Endgame. And mine yeah. is both. My problem is it's the Joker. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. My wife, like we, Jojo Rabbit is up there. I can't pick. The uh, yeah, Joker was excellent too. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see those movies. And 1917 was phenomenal. 1917 was phenomenal. Is that phenomenal. worth a watch? I thought it was phenomenal. Which and sorry, Brandon? Which one? <laughs> two popes. Two popes. Yeah. Yeah, they should put that on the box cover. <laughs> yeah, right? that should be it. I thought Fantastic. it was and I'm, and I'm Jewish. Wow. <laughs> I no, I haven't checked that out. That is would be fantastic, and I totally steamrolled over Marriage the joke. story was really good. I keep hearing that, and I want to see it, but um, typically, if I'm going to watch something, that means Brian's going to watch it too, and that's he's that's a hard sell. Did you say For marriage what? story? Yeah. It, it, like. Okay, it is good, but I don't know. I just, I, I wanted it to be more, like, ruthless, I guess. I think it was more true to life than, uh, but I understand what you're saying. Because it's, it's very, kind of, I mean, well, it, doesn't, like, I, I, I feel, it doesn't get brutal. Is what I felt like it was a PG version of what actually does happen in divorce. I've been somebody, you know, that's went through it. Like, yeah, divorces, but not every divorce is like that, though. Yeah, and I get that, but like I, there were just moments where it's like relatable and where it really goes there, and then at other times it's just kind of you know it it's like they wanted to go there and they just didn't. Like I feel like it was almost censored in a sense. Okay, <clears throat> but I mean it was okay. it was well done. Um, yeah. It just I don't I just don't think it was you know maybe as Oscar worthy as some other films that got snubbed. Like I loved Uncut Gems. Still have to yeah, see that. To see I'm that. looking forward to that. Thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I re I highly recommend that one. 
Brandon's an uncut gem. That was, yeah, I am. In the, no, I'm a cut gem. What are you talking about? I was going to say, he just told you he's Jewish. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I am an uncut gem. You went with the joke. I, I, had to, I have to check now. <laughs> yep. Well, next January. No next January, I'll check out most of those titles. <laughs> Heather's, Heather's so review true. coming soon. This guy is so great. I, can't you take one weekend and just watch a non-horror movie? Not well, no, no, that's what January's for. That's what. But this January, I can't because everything I'm watching are the two ten movies, two ten decade. So I, I can make my top one hundred, which one month from now they all have to be in. So make sure everybody's oh, cracking. That, that's how crazy yeah. this is. I actually told Dave, like I think it was a week ago, I said, watch this movie. It was a horror movie from 2019. He's like, no, I'm only watching movies from the 2010s. Nope, that's it. I'm like, it is the 2010s. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Do you guys That's have true. your list done? No, I, I have like six or seven more I got to put on there. So now I got to like, you know, now it's crunching. I have to whittle down. I have like 110 on my list. I'm, I only have 37. Like, well, what does that tell you? Yeah, you like, watch watch 500 movies, Lacey. Make sure 100 of them in the next 30 days. <laughs> no, we'll invitation. But I mean, I just feel like those were like the, my top 37. That's where I'm at. So now I, I just haven't even started yet. Not on, yeah, I, really, I, it's all I've been doing for the past three months. I am. I've always been a procrastinator when it comes to schoolwork. I feel like <laughs> this list might be better served at, as a last-minute list, though, because I'm driving myself crazy, and I feel like it's still not going to be a true list. Yeah. Oh, your number ninety-nine is going to go to your number one by the end of it. So, <laughs> so that so has happened. <laughs> So everybody's going to be sending you their His list. This list is an Ouroboros. <laughs> so <laughs> not 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 every movie's going to make the top 100 though, right? Like what everybody sends. Like it's going to be the same the 100 that... movies. Yeah, I'll I'll be calculating the points and and making the official top 100. You guys are very thrilled that I'm uh, that I'm doing the it. Tally -er? Two in the math. <laughs> You volunteered last show. I'm like, Whoa. how many different lists are there? How many people? It's gotta be. I I guess it's gotta be around what 15 different lists, 20 different lists coming. At least up? 30, and then and then without any people. You volunteered. No take Podcasters alone, we have at least between 20 and 25 that I can think of. I'm actually looking forward to it now. Even the more. Do you got? Do you guys have a prediction on what the number one film is gonna be? I have a prediction have, on what my number one is, but that's about it. I yeah. have a prediction, yeah. I do, too. I, yeah, I do, I, too. my number one, but I predict it's going to be hereditary. That's I what I thought, what exactly what I was going to say. Really? You think that's what's going to be the number one? I do. Yeah, I think so, too. That's a good it's choice. not my number one, but but I have a feeling it's going to be there. Yeah. I have a feeling my number one won't even make the top one. <laughs> I wonder what your number one is. Well, everybody knows my number one. Shit. <laughs> And my number two now, probably, based on Yeah, that. we know you're one and two. It's true. It's sorry, but then, you know, it is what it is. That's exciting, though. Like, I'd be like, I'm curious to know what everybody's number one is. Like, you should at least read everybody's number one. Yeah, you know what? That's actually a good idea. I'll Maybe we can I could definitely do that. That's yeah. an excellent idea. We'll think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> actually, wait. Jokes are just getting funnier. <laughs> we... You drinking? <laughs> I was going to no. say, the more she drinks, the funnier you get. Hey, Story I, of my I life. drink last night. I'm not drinking right now. It's a little early. That's true. That's you true. guys are earlier there. All right, let, let's do it. Right, let's, let's, let's review a movie. Okay. Wrangle it in. Okay. Let's All review right. a movie. Now, 
Now, first, does anybody need a break? No? Speak anybody? now? Okay. Anybody we'll we'll do. After each review, we'll ask if anybody needs a break. But we'll, okay. we can go into our first one now. So, B, take it away. All right. We're going to start. Well, I guess we'll go in year order. And we'll start with 1984's The Mutilator, directed by Buddy Cooper and John Douglas, a teenager who accidentally commits matricide, finds himself being hunted together with his girlfriend and mates <laughs> by his now crazed father. And I think we should start up with a sing-along. Yes! No one's singing. Here we go. Oh, oh, God, the worst fucking song. Gonna have a fall break. You know the end is near when they talk about a fall break. Actually, this song is three and a half minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of like a song that played like and National the movie Lampoon felt vacation. it was important that we heard every bar. Yeah, <laughs> twice <laughs> of every song they played, we had to hear every bit of it. Lacey's oh. ears perked up when you said bar. Not that kind of bar, Lacey. <laughs> what do you mean? Look, you can't even see me. I'm just. I'm sober right now. You I fucks. don't. <laughs> Which is rare. It's it's, it's rare. You, you 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 get sober, Lacey. This is a rare occasion. Nice. Lacey, it's like have Watson. you have have you ever cleaned your father's guns as a birthday gift to him? <laughs> if I knew my dad, I would. No. Oh my god. Oh my god. I almost. I'm sweating. I almost started sweating profusely. Like. <laughs> No, I do know my dad. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, this was like a fun plot point, though. Like in my notes, like <laughs> I said, the son was just trying to help his dad out. Poor oh, bastard! Yeah. What happened to me? It was a nice gesture. <laughs> I, I thought so. Like I mean, like I, I, I feel like it's the dad's fucking fault, though. You know. Well, like, it, it should, be should be loaded. Right. It shouldn't be, it should be loaded, and cleaning the gun should have nothing to do with the kid checking the sight line after. <laughs> like, well, why is he checking the sight line and aiming it at the door? Right? Like, well, like I clean these just for you. Like, I love that the sign, like, he put up a yeah. sign. And why did it take 20 years for the father to go insane? Like, I know he's not quite there right after because he's feeding his wife the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> her dead body. But then he's normal well, for he, twenty years. You know, yeah. And he I puts the birthday that, sign on her. He you know, I I would appreciate that sentiment if, like, you know, I died. Like, I hope Dan pours one last one in my mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so much whiskey. That, that, that came out wrong. Never mind. <laughs> 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 <Awesome. laughs> but he puts the sign on her. Lawson is in the window. So he's insane for a split second, but then it seems like he raised his kid okay. And then one weekend just decides he's insane again. Uh, he's insane from the start. Who has a framed picture of the man you killed with your ski boat? <laughs> that was from Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> you know what's weird? Have that feeling. Sleepaway Camp, Phil, it did. It was, it, what, was this, 84? 
84. Yeah. This was the time. And this movie lacked something, and it should have been a twist. It should, wouldn't have been cool because this kid, <laughs> this kid seems That's so normal. That's the only normal. thing it lacked. <laughs> this kid, yeah, I knew someone was going to say that. This kid seems so normal, like too normal. Real happy, social, nice girl, everything, nice group of friends. You like all the kids for the most part. Everything's so normal wait, with him. It, wait, in normal so slashers in the son? 80s. Yeah, that's big, it. big that... Ed and Little Ed, the son. But he yeah. never talks about his dad. He says his dad's a little off, but and he tries to help him, but he's not insane. He's well, typically... no. There's a scene where, like, it shows where he cuts the kid's throat. Did that not really happen? No, it was, it was a dream. fantasy. That was him dreaming, the father dreaming <laughs> and while he's sleeping in the garage. Oh, yeah. like, I thought that really yeah, happened. <laughs> you should probably... Yeah, you should go back what happens when you take notes and not pause the movie. Lacey, you should probably go back and rewatch the Mutilator along with Lake Mungo. <laughs> I, I watched this one and I took notes. I even put, I said I didn't know if one was the son. That was a note. Lacey, that's like... something I would do. That's something I would do. So Lacey I is even... now the Dave Z. <laughs> yeah, maybe she is. <laughs> okay, I'm Dave Z. He says, he says, my dad, my dad, my dad. Like, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, my dad was hunting. My dad was in this contest against the wall. There's these things on the wall. My, my dad hunts. My dad wants me to go clean up the, or do some work around the house. So he's not an absentee father. He's been there. They've had, a, they've had like, together time all those years. And then he just goes insane when they come to the house. Well, I do not like slasher movies where the killer doesn't wear a mask. I've come to that conclusion. Final cut. He final drank exam. a lot, though. Did you see how much alcohol was on the table? It looked like uh, Lacey Lou's apartment there. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lacey. I know. I should oh, see my face right now. Oh. Oh. You know what? I'm I'm about to go do a shot. No. no, no. <laughs> what you started. Be- I'm drinking. Know. I'm I'm drinking honey nipple tea. Like fuck you. <laughs> the best type. I like the characters though. I know they're not great actors by any means, but I kind of like the characters. Yes, and you don't always like them in slashers in the eighties. They are likable people. They're not yeah. you know, like a bunch of fucktards. Yeah. Exactly. A notch above. Like, you cared when they died. Exactly. The only thing a that kind bad. of annoyed me was this Mike character that he got scared by the rubber suit twice. <laughs> like twice, really? All right, who else thinks that the blonde guy, his voice is not at all what I expected to come out of that body? Yeah. And even though I have seen this movie numerous times, and every single time I watch it, when he starts talking, I'm like, whoa. Like, it, just, <laughs> it, it looks like bad ADR because it just doesn't fit him at all. To me, I just don't think it fits. Yeah, you know, maybe it is ADR. To, is it, well, I mean, don't they ADR their own voices? Like, isn't that really his voice, though? I've always thought that. I don't mean to switch gears, but Frank in Hellraiser. That's always what I thought of when I heard Frank's oh, voice. I don't disagree. It, I do not disagree. So, I don't know. Wow. Usually, yeah, they might ADR their voice, except if they have a horrible voice, then they'll get somebody else. But <laughs> I don't I can't an imagine. actor with a horrible voice? <laughs> an actor with a horrible voice. Well, you, it happens a lot when they have accents. You know, they'll hire the actor, but he has his accents too thick, so they'll overdub it with someone else. Yeah, maybe he was German. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was the first one to go, right? Yeah, let's go for a swim. He was the second one to go because he didn't notice that the killer got undressed, snuck into the pool, drowned oh, his girlfriend, pulled right? her out. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> 
across how the did floor. The girl, how did the girl not hear him swishing around in the fucking pool? Not like, like that, because he dragged her and, and made a trail of clothes all the way back to the condo. <laughs> <laughs> well, well those, those clothes come... <laughs> like, the clothes were a big plot point in this movie. <laughs> Like, yeah. they lasted, like, I mean, it comes back, I mean, they're just touching the underwear so casually. Like, I don't know, if I seen, like, a piece of underwear, like, I probably wouldn't be like, uh, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like it, like, it was weird, like, that they're just handling this pair of underwear so casually. I don't know. It was We're talking gross. about characters that can't seem to find people in daylight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's nighttime, but that. Hide and seek scene or whatever they call it in the blind movie. Man's blind, blind man's blood. Blind man's blood. There's nothing blind yeah. about it. You, you can see. No. She's hiding behind the cooler. I, I can see. They're like, oh, I can't see with all this light streaming through the windows. <laughs> and they're under the table, and they're like, "How did you know?" Process of elimination. <laughs> like, I, I, I see mean, you. <laughs> the killer walks right by them. Yeah, hey, he almost she almost grabs the leg. Yeah. Or Ralph does. Ralph does. So I want to play hide and seek as an adult. Oh, I, so do I. Yeah, I want to play Blind Man's Bluff. Me too. Right. Yeah, get the well, beer involved. Did they? I, I'm jumping all over the place. But did they actually mention why she doesn't want to sleep with him? <laughs> oh, because she's got a stick up her butt. She was so oh, nasty the whole movie. She was a, no. she was a frigid little. I don't know. I didn't. Like yeah, her. yeah, oh, I didn't like her I either. Pam's her. my least favorite character in the movie. <laughs> I didn't invite oh, you out here for so no reason. They were so cute together in the beginning, like when they first got there. And then he's like, you know, I think they were in the pool or where were they? Did they there was some place where he was, he like pulled her in. He's like, come here, you know, and then she was like leaning on his chest and they were laughing and talking. And I even turned to Brian and I was like, what a sweet couple. And then like 15 minutes later, I'm like, what a bitch. <laughs> I just didn't yeah. like her. She's making a chore chart. She's telling everyone what to do. She's beating up Ralph. It's like. Chill out, lady. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. I, I didn't mind her, actually, surprisingly. I thought that she, I don't know, she didn't want she to school even, him there. She even she tried to make him drive when his femoral artery was severed at the end. That kills me. <laughs> she, him, she puts him in the car, and he's like, you're going to have to drive. And I'm like, he had to tell you that? Yeah, he's bleeding <laughs> out. <laughs> like a <sieve. laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, the gore, the gore is good. That's oh, stuff. The deaths oh, are, yeah. the deaths are this fun. This, oh. Yeah, like they that rake it. death. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it. like I feel like he deserved it for hand handling that underwear so casually. <laughs> well, I mean, he was he was good. Well, let's back it up just a minute though. Like he takes a nail and he's actually he's like need to make sure you guys are safe and like he was gonna literally. Locks them, them in. Yes. Like, what was this? Like, like, I would have never even thought to that. And like, if they are hooking up, like, what friend is going to disturb that? Like, I mean, you just found her underwear. Why are you opening the door? Like, he deserved to fucking die. I agree. <laughs> Any other movie, he would have sniffed it, and moved on. <laughs> Not this film. No, he just he wanted to see. He wanted to see. <laughs> He needed yeah, it. Usually that's a sign to get the fuck out. If you go in, if you're partying with friends and you go and you know that these two people are behind the door and you see underwear on the floor, you know, unless it's a real freaky girl, you could either A, go in or B, turn around and walk out the room. Well, and usually you watch horror movies. <laughs> you watch horror movies? I'm coming in. That's it. You know she's a freak. You know it. <laughs> yep. Especially if she has a copy of Suspiria on her shelf. Oh, boy. That makes her an 
automatic horror fan, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I'll tell you what. The thing with the... It's very Friday the 13th, part two and part three. The stealing of the clothes and... The thing that I pointed out when we looked at part three, how did Vera not know that Shelly got into that water? It's the exact same thing with the pool right. death in those oh. kids. See, it always goes back to Friday the 13th. Always bringing up Shelly. I had a feeling Shelly was going to come up with, with Ralph in this one. <laughs> I had a feeling we were going to do a Shelly-Ralph. Ralph isn't that bad. No, no, he's not. Oh, what about the six-pack joke? Did you guys get that thing when they went into the thing and he says, uh, if you lower the... <laughs> Lower to 10%, give me the senior discount, I'll buy two six-packs. And the guy said, sure, okay. And then they leave, and then the lady goes to the guy in the store and says, ha, ha. She goes, what did she say? She goes, talking themselves into buying two six-packs. Uh, that what was did the that one. Yeah, yeah what, what does that mean? She was the best actor in the movie. Because they get well, the, Why they, are they, they only the buying 12 beers for, like, five people? Like, Six people. <laughs> the best was that he looked I mean, at the camera right after. That's a pregame oh, for Lacey. Right? Like, I, I do that in, like, an hour. Like, to myself. I think, even... what, what they, I think what they probably did was marked up the beer and then just put it on sale. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. the, their discount is really nothing. Yeah. It's, by the time they mark it back down, they're still making money. So now they've done this, and now they've sold an extra one. So they're making yeah, but more money. But how did they know? But how Maybe did they the know the beer the guy... was going bad? was going to do that. How, how did they know that the, the college kid was going to say, hey, I'll make you a deal, and I'm going to pretend to be a senior citizen? When would that happen? It's just a bad joke because they have the big they, sign there and everything like that. It's just... Yeah, it's a very bad joke. I think they I, maybe they just happen to live where all the college kids are cheap as fuck, and they all try to get a discount. Well, yeah, they I mean, Jewish what? college. I mean, they're only going to get two beers apiece. Fuck them. Right? They're college kids. <laughs> two beers apiece. Like... Like, I don't want to party with these people. Like, they're too weak. That's yeah. all you guys are focusing on, not the fact that after he can't even finish delivering his line, and he's, like, looking at the camera like, eh? How'd I, how'd yeah. I do, buddy? <laughs> Did I get the line now, buddy? <laughs> buddy Cooper? <laughs> How about the guy said, I got a bad feeling about this, like it was a Star Wars movie? I like that. I didn't even That's notice the kid that. said in the bar. Oh, are you serious? You didn't notice that? Man. Yeah. I, I think Buddy Cooper sounds like a sitcom sidekick. <laughs> yes! It sounds like, you know, a child's play doll. Not Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Buddy, yeah. Buddy. What the hell was that guy's name? Jamie. Um, what? Charles and Charles. Yeah, Buddy. Buddy and Buddy. Charles and Charles. Yeah. It was him, Buddy Cooper. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, I don't, his last name wasn't Cooper, but... Should have been something... It fits right in. Okay. All right. Buddy Cooper. <laughs> awesome. And I don't get when the guy gets the phone call in the bar, they say, hey, you have a phone call, right? And then he goes and he gets the phone and then he comes back and he says, I have a message to call a pay phone to talk to my dad. Yeah, How does that make no any sense? sense? <laughs> like, so somebody else called that bar, <laughs> asked for the son and I said, hey, your dad wants you to call him at this pay phone. First of all, he never he never even redialed the phone, and he's yelling "Dad" on the phone anyway, like two seconds later. So it it really didn't make much sense. Well, so did the dad take use his dime to call someone so that that someone could call the bar and give the message to his son to call him back? Why didn't he just call the bar? Right. That's <laughs> I, I don't get it. And 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 just again, why is the dad crazy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He ran out of beer because they always party. They always hunt. 
It was just, maybe it was the 20th anniversary of when it happened. You're right, though. It should have been either a twist well, I was or the sun was that, in on it. it was, right. the sun would be on AARP now. Like, it wasn't, because <laughs> he wasn't like he was a toddler when he shot his mother. He was, you know, what, 10, 8, 9? How old do you think he was? Right, yeah, something like that. So, sure. like, if it was the 20th, he'd be almost 30. He wouldn't be in college. Oh, yeah, okay, well, so it's 10 might. years. Yeah, it could be. True. It's the tenure. They should again. They should have made that the thing, or it should have been a twist, and the kid ended up being the killer. That's or, what you would suspect. Or we're bringing the family there to help the dad cope with it by killing them off, like he's in on it, or like, or they could have played on the fact like the dad just starts killing them, and he doesn't even know who's there. <laughs> so then I thought maybe did he realize it's his son? But he he knows he's just killing. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, actually. That's a good point because he's so inebriated. You could see how much he's been drinking. He passed out, obviously, in the garage, and he starts having these nightmares. Maybe he wakes up. He forgets he even asked his son to lock up. He hears that. It just triggers something. Sounds like a typical Saturday for me. <laughs> Maybe it the whole dad thing and the, and that the beginning story could be a red herring, and it turns out to be a completely unrelated killer that has nothing to do with anything. He's just psycho. This kind of reminded me of like uh, Maniac Cop or is it Maniac Cop or Psycho? Do you know Part Two? Maniac Cop (laughs) Two. Maniac (laughs) Psycho Cop Two. Maniac Farmer. Do you know movie I'm talking about? Well, there's Maniac Cop and there's Psycho Cop. Maniac. He's American Psycho Two. Part Two. I'm talking about Part Two specifically, though. That one's awesome. That's the the action one that Dave hates. Christian loves it. I love it. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. So why is it like Maniac Cop 2? What happens in that one? Because, you know, I forgot. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I guess, like, the deaths in that. Like, I, I I don't know it, like, that well. Obviously, I didn't even know the title of the damn movie. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it just it, it reminded me of that as I was watching. I was like, I feel like I might have seen this before, but I've never seen that before. I think you're thinking Psycho Cop because Maniac Cop's a little bit more action-centric. It takes place in a jail at one point, whatever, and Psycho Cop is more... I can't uh, remember. Psycho one's at a house one's and one's at a... In the apartment building. That's Psycho Cop 2. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's Blood Rage. Okay. It is kind of like Blood Rage. <laughs> and like Blood Rage there you go. That's why this movie and Blood Rage both made my top 50 slashers. Because what they get right is what I wish every slasher did. And they had good gory kills. That yeah. is the answer. That is what's great about this movie. Straight up. This, everything besides the kills... Maybe not, but not terrible. How many times have you watched an 80s slasher yeah. where it was kind of boring and it went on and then the kills happened and they were caught away or they were nothing? Like, well, th- th- that sucks. you got to have something. This at least had great kills. It's probably like, I don't know, if you look at all the slashers that aren't franchised, it's probably top 10 as far as the quality of the kills. There's not a weak kill in there. Or the, well, I mean, the drowning. The maybe, drowning's maybe a little drowning. Yeah. That was a mistake. Do you guys Which like the movie Zero Boys? Yeah. I like Zero Boys, yeah. yeah. I've never Good. seen it. I don't no? think Dave would like it. It's a little bit more next January. action-y. <laughs> next January. Next January, baby. It's a next gen. Yeah. Yep. I like Zero Boys. Well, Zero. And it, the only problem I have with that movie is like it has no resolution or it just like cuts off like out of nowhere. Well, it's got a downbeat ending because there's still something going on at the end. Sorry, Dave. I almost spoiled. Something going on? I can live with that. That's just something going on. Something's going on at the end. I like that. I'm intrigued. I I'm like, I'm like, wait. I'm intrigued. I'm right next January anyway. 
No, I won't remember. You know, I've never seen any movie with zero in the title, if I think about it. Zero, uh, less than zero, I've never seen. I've never seen zero Derek what? 30. I've never seen zero wow. boys. Maybe Next one day. All three. Zero yeah. trilogy. We'll do a zero trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> zero my hero. Have you Angel- ever seen Hackers? Oh, wait a minute. Is Angelina Jolie in that one? Yes. yes. Then Hack I've seen the it. planet. His hacker, name, his hacker name was Zero Cool. Yes. Oh, that's cool. oh, I was really okay. wondering how that was going to tie back in, to be honest. <laughs> I, I was disappointed. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought going. it was quite impressive. It was. It shows my knowledge of movies, just because Christian doesn't get it. <laughs> uh, all right. So my, Mike's death. What was he, what, was he killed with a lawnmower or a saw? And that facial expression, they stayed on him for the longest time. It was actually actually hilarious. <laughs> the, or the blonde the, haired. Kid? Yeah, the blonde haired guy. His scream just like it lasted for so long. <laughs> like. <laughs> I think it might be the longest scream I've heard in a death in a movie ever. Yeah, it went on too long. It went on too long. But it was funny. It Man, was. Those, those kills were great. The, the the machete or whatever, the axe to the face for the cop, followed by the decapitation. Fucking oh, saws. Uh, well, so... Beheadings, pitchforks, fucking giant hooks. Although I will ah! say... Are you reading the poster? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great by, poster. By hook- I have it. Well, and see, I, I had to change yeah. positions, but it's too bad I had it in the in the frame before. But here's what I think, especially since you guys hated the Virgin, it should have been switched. <laughs> she should have she should have been the one that got the hook in the holiest of holies instead. That would have yeah, been like that one made me cringe. That death made me cringe. It made that me was cringe. kind of hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she deserved it though, because I mean, having you guys noticed. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> In any movie where any girl comes in saying, I'm scared. Like, I mean, she deserves to fucking die. Like, I'm sorry. She kind of deserves to die because half the people are missing. They're ready to leave. And she's like, no, let's do one more looky loo. (laughs) Sorry, Lacey. Looky Uh, looky loo. I mean, if it was my boyfriend, I would want to look for him too. Like, I get that. But what kills me is, like, they they thought the house had been broken into once already. And then they're like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Don't lock the doors. Or let's go out. And when they went to walk on the beach, they just left the door wide open as they walk out on the beach. I'm like, assholes. You already thought the house had been broken into. Like, like, why don't you try to be a little more careful? And JB, yeah, I think they... you're alluding to this earlier. If they didn't see the dad in the opening scene, like, uh, like his face, they could have played off of it, and they found the dad dead. So we think it's yeah. him killing around. Then we, he's dead, and it is some just random killer. That something yeah. they needed something else to help. I think end that would have been cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, and the dad been, got killed. Yeah, and, that would have been great. The guy, yeah, he set it up. And by the time he got there, the dad, the dad, and all his hunting, fishing, drinking buddies are all dead. Yeah, and there's like Something. he finds him in a room or some shit, like Jason style. <laughs> That'd be cool. See, you know, maybe he did it because he really was gonna plan on killing his wife, and you know, maybe that's why he got mad that the kid did it instead of him. Yeah, Damn you, son. I'm gonna raise really? you well for the next ten years, and then you're gonna get it. <laughs> I think this was just the moment that he finally snapped. I'm not even looking too far into it, but what they needed to do when they're playing the blind man's bluff game is that's when they need to give a sense of danger to these characters. I think that's when you could have used the girl who was drowned's body as maybe like, uh, you know, pinned up in the house or something and they discover it then 
Instead of yeah. feeling the girl Sue's face, they feel the dead girl's face. And that's oh, yes. when there's a sense of urgency. Yeah. And that's when it creates attention. Because they, they kind of feel safe. So like well, the last... no one even died during the game, and that is a complete <laughs> misuse right. yeah. of a game where people are walking around in the dark. Yeah, like so... uh, you know, it's not dark, but it's supposed to be dark. And I was like, you think you you watch that, and you're like, okay, somebody's gonna die. And so I said this last night. I'm like, nobody's even died during yeah. the game. And Brian turns to me and he goes, <laughs> "Baby, this movie subverts expectations." <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should be in that cooler, not behind watched, that cooler. Yeah, we watched the whole game, and, like the softball game in Sleepaway Camp. The Yes. It would have been hilarious <laughs> if the guy looking for them somehow starts going, ah, ah, and they're like, what the hell is he doing? He comes in, he has no eyes. Like the killer actually came out and took his eyes. Huh? <laughs> blind man's bluff. <laughs> yeah, oh, blind man's, yeah, blind man's. He can literally have a blind man. Oh. Wow. Yeah, what a Let's remake it. There's our movie. Let's let's rewrite it as we speak. Let's do it. Let's do it, Sweet Meats. What do you say? Sweet Meats? Did you hear that guy called his girlfriend Sweet Meats? Sweet Meats? Really? That's a line in the movie. It was was a nickname for his girlfriend, Sweet Meats. Yeah. (laughs) I kid you not. That sounds wrong on so many levels. If Brian or Dave used that term. (laughs) (laughs) If Brian called you Sweet Meats, Jamie, (laughs) what happens? Been downstairs. I'm just saying sweet meats. It's what's for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a good hook line for a commercial. Somebody should have been in that cooler. A head belonged in that cooler. They showed that cooler. You oh. thought for sure something's going to be in that I cooler. I thought she was going to hide in the cooler. I seriously did. <laughs> down off the refrigerator. I'm like, you're going to try to put your whole self in there? What are you doing? Did you just put the, the lid up? No, I'm just going to hide behind it. <laughs> you're right. That The, the drowned girl's head should have been on ice. Like your house. I mean, I like your guys' idea better about having the dad being killed and having a twist killer. That would have elevated this movie even higher. Well, higher. <laughs> Not even higher. Higher. <laughs> but. Yeah, a twist would have been nice. Hey, I, now, I'm going to ask a question about a, a certain cardboard person that was seen in this movie. And Jamie specifically, you may remember this. You guys all may. I don't know when it went out of circulation. But did you notice the Gold Rush guy in the freaking one uh, by the pool scene? When they went to that, um, that that there was a part, and you see that guy with the beard, the the cardboard cutout guy, and he was the Gold Rush guy. Remember that those Gold yes. Rush candies that with the um, you know what I'm talking about that little sack with the um gold the nuggets candies. inside. It was gum. Little gold sack. Rush. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't even see that. Yeah, I couldn't believe he was on the screen. I go, that's the yeah. Gold Rush guy. The yeah. third, the third time he gets scared in the movie. He gets scared of the rubber's pants twice, and he gets scared of the Gold Rush guy. It's the blonde <laughs> guy who gets killed. He's, he's he's creating his own jump scares throughout this whole movie. He's worse than a cat. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Yeah, the I Gold can't Rush. Find the guy. You can't find the Gold Rush guy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't called Gold Rush, but they maybe were these candy. Maybe it was the shark bites guy. No, shark bites are great, man. Shut yeah. up. Oh, I love shit. when Dave brings up candy. That, yeah, you, uh, he always brings up candy. So yeah. Shark bite. It's not candy. They're fruit snacks. Shark fruit bites. Snacks. Fruit wrinkles. Oh, man, that shit was the bomb. Remember when they used to have the yogurt on the fun fruits, Jamie? Remember yes. those things? Oh, they yes. were so fucking great. I'm telling you guys, can you'll never know. Gold Rush. That's the yeah, gold that's rush it. Guy. But that's like an older version. That's a girl. The one, the one that what, that we had. You would, when you would go to the store to get it, they would have all these little bags, like little satchels. And the gold rush was in the bags. And the display that it was in was like a cardboard display. And there was like a gold rush guy, like on top of that cardboard. Yeah, display. like a forty nine er. Yeah, a miner. Yeah, exactly. 
You yep. can't remember the details of a movie you watched last week, but you remember the fucking gold rush guy from your childhood. <laughs> I I remember. When it comes to candy. And apparently he's he, apparently he's underage. You just got really high tech. Can we just like back up for a second? Like I'm still like he popped up the gold rush. Like like why why are we not discussing this? Like I'm just like blown away that this just became like a really like interesting. Yeah, how did you game. pop it up like that? Video. I, I went to Google. Should be here. Dragged uh, image over to my desktop and into the chat. Yeah, like, but why can, did it pop can, up? Can you do like it that? again, please? He said like, it. Was... I, 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 I need to. <laughs> no, I know he sent it to us, but it popped up before. Usually now you pull have to go up the to right one. Well, I... Yeah. <laughs> see, like, have you guys question. done this before? All yeah. the time, but I don't know if the patrons see this because <laughs> I never watched their videos back. But do they see? Will the patrons see that guy or that girl pop up? I'll have to check next time. I don't even know. I'm curious because if so, I, well, I'm just that's... like so blown away right now. Like, I'm like, I've been podcasting all wrong. Like, I mean, like, because I mean, that's that's a great little use. Some yeah, people so have soundboard. We have a video board. You know, you want to watch it. That's so fucking awesome. Like, we got to talk about that cover. There that is. cover is epic. For and a none of film. those characters are in I the movie. I just do that. See, I yeah. just hold shit up to the screen like that. That's but the best. I laugh I'm, every I'm time I read like, that. Blown away. Like, by sword, by like pick, by axe, by like bye. Hilarious. <laughs> I want to find the real Gold Rush guy, though, man, because it's pissing me off. Why is oh, there I a thought gold? that was. No, it's a guy. <laughs> oh, there he is. Wait a minute. I think I got him. Gold Rush. Hold on. I think I have him. No, that's a young guy. It's, I mean, now that's gold mine. Either way, you see that guy there? It, it, it's something like that, except the gold rush guy had a long beard. Get it a little closer. See if you can get it through to me like uh, Ghost Dad. See if you can Ghost Dad it to me. Oh, oh come God. on. Have Maybe either of you watched movie. Ghost Dad? I guarantee the answer is no. What, Ghost Dad? Bill Cosby's, one of Bill Cosby's movies. Lacey has definitely seen Ghost Dad. I, I own Ghost Dad. Yes! I think Lacey is totally a Ghost kidding? Dad person. Yeah, like, I'm... Isn't it sad about Bill Cosby, though? <laughs> like, I was thinking about that the other day. It we probably sucks. don't want to get too into it. But it, it's, like, sad. It's really sad. He was never it known sucks. as a nice person, so I, I'm not the... Uh, he was know. nice to me. He well, was the there was... He was Albert. Ghost, ghost Dad. <laughs> you know what he was to me? He was the guy on Fan Albert, and then he was Bill Cosby from The Cosby Show, and then I forgot about this. He used to be on Picture Pages, and I don't picture know who's Picture Pages, gonna... Picture Pages. Yeah. Yeah. Picture, picture Pages. pages time yeah. to get your pads and your and pencils. pencils. Yeah, that was Hell great. Yeah, I watched... What was his name? Malachi or something? That's totally a record. Oh, Mordecai. Yeah, Malachi, he's from uh, Iowa. He walks behind the road. Hey, he wants you too, Malachi. Malachi. Yeah, Mordecai, I think his name was. He's the guy, and he grabbed him, and he went. I even bought that thing, and it made the noise. I love picture pages. I love brain games. Remember brain games? Oh yeah, on HBO. Oh, I love that. There was only like four episodes of it. Remember the uh, the alligator would bite the hand with the guy dealing the cards, and be like, "When's the next bus to Texas?" How did we get here? I never understood the Cosby show. It's called the Cosby show, but his name isn't even Cosby. Yeah, it should have been the Huxtable show. It's like the Bob Newhart show or Newhart. He bugs me. He bugs me. We should have known something was off with him then. He didn't even want to go by his own name in the show. But they usually don't. 
You know, like the, the <laughs> Patty Duke show. The Patty Duke show. Her name wasn't Patty Duke, and the Donna Reed show. Her name wasn't Donna Reed. Mary Tyler Moore. Her name wasn't Mary Tyler Moore. It was Mary. <laughs> yeah, it was but... Mary something else. Yeah, you're yeah, right. We should Mary investigate Richards. all of them. It was Mary Cosby. It was Mary Richards. <laughs> <laughs> what about Lou Grant? Oh no, he was he was a character. Forget it. That was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> We are off the rails. Sorry, Lucy, no. Lacey, Lucy, Lacey, Lucy. I tell you, Lucy. Fuck? Lucy, Lucy Lou. That's my nickname. I'm, Lacey. I'm, I'm never gonna get over that in my. Don't life. That's just gonna make sure you spell her name right. Always spell her name the right way. I know that oh. one. Oh, that makes me so mad. Like, if you, like, I mean, like, I get it if you're, like, doing it to be funny, like, call me Lucy. But if you specifically spell Lacey wrong, it is, like, the biggest pet peeve. Oh, it's, I like, think... right there in front of you. Like, how do you not know how to spell it? Like, you're specifically, ta- like, Facebook will auto-populate it for you. Like, I mean, True. It's, it's crazy. Like, it drives me insane. It's, it's hey. one of those things. Lacey, is that why your name is capital on Skype? It's L-A-C-Y all in caps? <laughs> it's like, motherfucker. <laughs> I think Lacey I'm without an E. <laughs> there's no E and there's no U in that shit. Lacey, big, big letters. <laughs> I don't know why it is, honestly. Oh, okay. I thought you were well, making a. No, I think I was drunk when I created it. <laughs> From this day forward, you're Lucy. Just so you know. Damn it. <laughs> you it no spells options. wrong, too, on Skype. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, are we wrapping this bad boy up or let's what? Let's give it ratings. Let's give it our ratings. <laughs> wait, I'll I want final. Th- I want Jerry Springer final thoughts. <laughs> okay. Final thoughts and ratings. How's that? Be nice to each yourself and each other. Yes. <laughs> Have your pet okay. spayed or neutered. A little Bob Barker you- in there, too. <laughs> Sorry. I'll say this. Dude, no, no. You're, you're hysterical. I'm just trying to just speed it up. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> you're hysterical. No, no. Trust me. You're funny. <laughs> trust me, man. You're funny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, when we did the slasher show, this was my number 29 slasher of all time, and I gave it a, a 7.5 out of 10. This time, it would still make my top 50 slashers, but I, I bumped it down a bit. To me, it's just a 7 out of 10. So, the mutilator, there's a few problems, unfortunately, that some things that don't make sense that we talked about. A reveal would have been awesome, more mystery, but it does. The focus is on the right thing in a slasher, the fucking kills. This is what slashers' kills should look like. So I can't go below a seven. And there you have uh, it. I'm going to let the ladies go first. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, you blew it. I'm sorry. What an it. asshole. Forgive me, please. So Brandon? Now, now the ladies <laughs> Lacey, you oh. might as well, because I think uh, Jamie's muted, so you might as well start. <laughs> <laughs> um okay um well uh, i'll i'll bring it back to the rest of my notes real quick here so i we didn't even mention like that little like musical dance number that guy did like oh, like yeah. like sped up like really quick it was like, like yeah it was, it was like it was like a cartoon like I, yeah. I don't know i just thought that was really fun and i mean i guess it you know being by a guy named buddy cooper i wouldn't expect anything less you know, I, my favorite part was when, you know, the, the son and uh, his girlfriend are, you know, he's like about to kill his son, I guess, in the garage. And, you know, she comes in, she's like, leave him alone. And he just like looks at her and he just fucking stabs him in the leg. <laughs> like, I'm going to show you. She goes, leave him alone. He just stabs him. Like, and then he goes after her. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> like, leave him alone. Stab him in the leg. Um, wait, wait, wait. What happened? 
Well, he likes cats. <laughs> I, oh, I repeated myself. I get it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm good. I'm good. All right. <laughs> well, and then when they're, he's on top of the car, how have we not talked about that? Oh, yeah. Oh. And, and, and like, they're like, we're, we're going to die. And like, he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a great he was scene. A, yeah, he was a fun killer in my opinion. Well, well. Uh, and I and then he like I mean he got in like one last act of like <laughs> like at the end like after his body's like True. already like cut in half. Like was he, he was just like I got to do one last thing and he cuts off the dude's leg like I mean, not only, I had a... <laughs> Not only was he cut in half, but before that he had been stabbed in the heart. Right. <laughs> so he got stabbed in the heart, severed in half and still had the strength to wield that battle axe and cut that cop's leg off. I mean, he's a super killer, in my opinion. Like, I had a lot of fun with it, but I do agree that, you know, the hide-and-seeker uh, blind man's bluff uh, wasn't capitalized on. But it did make me want to play that as an adult. Uh, so if we ever meet up, we're going to do that, guys. Yes. Um, and this was a first-time watch for me, and that Fall Break song was stuck in my head. Um, yeah, this was a first-time watch, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it you know, I, four, or I have to rate it out of 10. Fuck. Um, that changes the uh, – double the number. It's an 8. Whoa! Nice. Generous, awesome. generous Lacey is what we're gonna call it. <laughs> I her. love it. I, I had fun it. with it, so thank you for recommending it. Oh, perfect, awesome. Jamie, <laughs> you're up. Well, I'll look it up after. <laughs> okay, uh, this, like I said, I've seen it a bunch. It's fun, but it's the kind of fun that's really only fun because you're making fun of it. Fun, <laughs> right. You know, Absolutely. um, it's not well made. Like it's it the kills are great, but it's not the acting isn't good, the ADR work isn't convincing, that <laughs> and particularly that those two people in the convenience store that was just bad. Um, <laughs> I mean it just it's uh, you you look at it and you go buddy what were you what was that like what were you thinking dude, but at the same time there's a lot of material here, to just have a great time with and that's kind of what I look for in a movie like this. So last night we put the movie in and I turned to Brian. I was like, you know what? As soon as we hit play on this movie, it felt like Friday night. Like it just, I don't always realize when the weekends are here because most of the time my, it doesn't matter with my schedule. I'm all over the place. But when I was watching this movie last night, it felt like a Friday night because this is like a Friday night kind of movie. And it was fun. It was a whole lot of fun. I can't go crazy high with it, but... I will give it a solid seven. And, you know, if you know my scale, that's like between a like and a really like. So it's a just more than like, not quite really like. <laughs> awesome. So you like the official it. terminology. I liked it. Yes, awesome. I like it. And where was he stabbed again? In the leg! <laughs> oh, and by the, I will say, by the time we got to the end of the movie, I was at least impressed that she jumped in and fought for her boyfriend, which is something that you don't see often enough. I was happy to see that she just went ham on this guy. And, you know, good on her. So I did like her more by the time we got to see the end it. until she tried to make him drive, which I thought was just <laughs> yeah. stupid. Um, At least but, she didn't hide under the bed and pee herself. Well, yes, there you go. There you hey, go. leave Ginny alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was the rat. It was the rat. <laughs> wow. That, that's... Uh... That's closer to, I think, where I'm coming. Braden, you, I think you could go last because I have a feeling you'll be a little bit more generous on this than I am. It is, it's amateurish, but that is kind of its charm as well. I mean, we brought up, you brought up some of the technical issues, Jamie. It, it's one note, but it's a slasher film. So to almost say it's one note, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm just 
reiterating what most people expect from most slashers. I feel like if we got a twist at the end, it would have been better. The poster's great. The kills are great, or overall they're great. And so you do have fun with it, poking fun at it. But I'm a, a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, you know what? I, I really was right there with you, see. And I believe this made my top 50 as well. But th- there is a charm to it. The kills are great. That, the characters are likable. It's just, it's a kind of like a so bad it's good film. It really the guy is. Got stabbed in the leg. Yeah, and he got stabbed, and he got, the guy got stabbed in the leg. I, you know, I'll come a little bit higher than you. I'm gonna go 6.75 out of 10. Oh boy. There we what go. About, what? What? Like that's. Yeah. Just- that's, I that's invented that. You just, you just I made it up. <laughs> I invented that rating. We do quarter ratings. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I might have been at a seven or a seven and a half the last time I ever rated it. I have no idea, but it, this time I was watching. I'm like, wow, this is really not a good movie. But yet I still found myself enjoying, enjoying it. it. Yeah, but it's not. It's far from a good movie. But those kills are awesome. I mean, the dude got stabbed in the leg. I mean, how is that not an eight hours? <laughs> Oh, what what I wouldn't it. give. What I wouldn't give for a slasher <laughs> in I thought what you would... 20, to be right. honest. Yeah, yeah, but it's a simple same... formula, and you can't get them anymore. That's I would just love a slasher, period. At the same Word. time, it's, it seems so simple. Take the gore and practical effects of these kills, add in a twist or two, and there you got it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's not a hard formula, yet it just seems like it's few and far between. I don't get it. I never it. 3.14159265359. That's impressive. You just recited pi. <laughs> oh my god, you got that. Good for you. <laughs> He'll surprise you every time, B. I'll tell you. He really will. Well, that was from uh, our buddy Scott uh, on the patrons. So, also her name is Chris. I, I, I always throw it in. You know what I mean? So, That's awesome. Scott yeah. Chris. He loves both yeah. names too, so it's great. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's he's happy. He's happy. He even messaged me. He was the one that told me about the um, the the email on the other show. I just want to make sure you guys know that this was addressed on some other show. I'm like, thank you. Oh. <laughs> I already listened, of course, because I don't because I listen to everybody's show on the network and everybody that I chat with. I don't miss anybody's show ever, unless it's a brand new movie and I haven't seen it. Like I can't keep up with freaking Fresh Cunts or or, or, or the His and Hers now. Did you just call them Fresh Cunts? <laughs> Yeah, I have I have a nickname for everything, Lacey. Yes. <laughs> oh my or God. No, I I like their other show, No More Room on Horrophilia. Yes. <laughs> that should be my more. shows, Dave. What do I call your shows? Uh, he oh, never he's... badmouths your shows, Jamie. No. He, he never does. I believe he called Like and Nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's he probably never... because he knows that he knows he'll never know when I'm going to listen. And he's like, she could be listening right now. True. And you're usually one of the people that I, I tell my nicknames to. So I'm not yeah, going to make true. fun of your shit. I'm going to make fun of everybody else's shit. And I'm going to mention it to you. Get it? Well, <laughs> you're well, now I want to know what Cut to the Chase is. Cute to the Chase. Because Jason Lloyd coined it. And I think that's great. <laughs> Cute to the Chase. Because it is kind of adorable. You know, especially now that I know that you guys used to do that shit on Skype. And watch movies. That that's fucking adorable. I I, yeah, I, I am a softy. I come off as an <laughs> asshole sometimes. But when you get right down to it, I'm I'm really a soft, you know, soft kind of guy in some ways. So I, I appreciate that. So yeah. And Dan, I love you, buddy. I hope you're listening. So you know, <laughs> Brian upstairs. and I used to spend. Every <laughs> well, I mean, to the show, together. like as soon as one of us got <laughs> home, or as soon as I got home, we would turn on Skype and we would spend the whole evening. We'd watch Dexter. We'd watch. Um, 
I mean, I don't know, whatever, Walking Dead, we would watch shows, we'd watch movies, we'd just hang out, we'd cook dinner together. I think it's adorable. See, I never thought to do that. Anytime I did anything with a female over the, it was other stuff. It wasn't like, let's watch a movie. It was like, I'll show you well, mine. You were pulling her hair and choking her and cutting yeah. her wrist, right? <laughs> <laughs> you love this. You love this. I was pulling this. Oh, the... man. Yeah, come here. Yeah, what do you think of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I see. Geez. I try to do all that stuff, but then my wife gets mad at me because it's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't Skype and cook with other women anymore, And I can't do it because my dad's always uh. cock-blocking me. <laughs> yeah, true story, oh right? Well, he's bigger. Oh, Lacey, boy. I don't know if you know that. He's... Okay. okay. So Triangle, from 2009, written and directed by Christopher Smith. A group of friends suffer a yachting accident and take refuge on a cruise ship drifting on the open sea, but quickly realize they were better off on the upturned yachts. And this movie here is the very first movie picked out from Eric Webster, who we had, the, you know, who spoke before and mentioned that he upped his patronage. Well, as soon as he upped his patronage, I said, well, what do you want us to watch? He said, Triangle. I said, wonderful, because that was one of the movies on the outskirts of my top 100 that I wasn't sure was going to make the list because it's a 2000, it counts. It does count. Okay, that's what I wanted to ask, if it counts because... It does Okay. It's DVD in the United States in 2010. Okay, Correct. perfect. So That's all I needed because I want to count it. <laughs> no, man. Spoiler. Well, there you go. Somebody he likes the movie it. a lot. <laughs> Spoiler, it sucks. I want to count it and leave it off. <laughs> now, is this everybody's first time seeing it? This is my probably third, but they were all spaced out under, you know, like three years apart. So but I have the Lacey. DVD. I've seen it <laughs> It's Lacey's first time, am I right? Yeah, like I had attempted to, I think, watch this before um, because I remember um, a part of it. And so, but it, yeah, it was definitely like I, I couldn't get into it back then for some reason. But um, yeah, so I would say it's definitely a first time watch because I never finished it. So yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody else? First, first time? First time for no? me as well. Really? Yeah. Third time for me. Right? No, it's about the third time for me. Okay. All right. So. What are we thinking about this one? I'll tell you what. I, actually, I won't, I'll say that for the end because then that will um, – anyone that's listened to the show knows where kind of my, my ratings go as far as the top 100. So if I say it now, it's going to give too much away. So I will say that I got more out of it this time than I had before, but I guess that's not a surprise for me because it takes usually at least two watches and a movie like this, which is kind of, you know, it's jumping around. You know what's weird? I thought this movie – and correct me if I'm wrong. The boat itself is called Triangle. Okay, I get that now. I so always the thought that. What's that? So is the, the harbor. harbor. So the harbor's something triangle. The boat's triangle. Okay, now is this movie about the Bermuda Triangle or not? Well, well that's what I thought. Supposedly they get lost in the Bermuda Triangle. That's sort of like. It didn't of... seem. It didn't seem like it was like presented that way though, because then th then it makes sense more. Honestly. I don't, I've never taken it that way. Like the first time I watched it, I thought that's where we were going because of the right. title. And then I realized, oh, the boat's name is Triangle. I think it's a nod to it. I don't think it's tech, it's like actually there. Because also, where are they? I thought they were. They're in Florida. Florida. They're in okay. Florida. It's, fil it's filmed in Australia, but it's supposed to be Florida. I mean, and maybe, but I just, it's never really said. So I just don't. 
I think it's more of a nod than anything. Kind of like the Room 237 thing. and the... yeah. Fuck. Yeah. How many Shining... Her house was 237. The room they went into was 237. Um, when they got in the freaking thing, when they got into that room in 237, they went into the bathroom, just like mm-hmm. in The Shining in 237. The shower's running, and the wallpaper in the Room wallpaper. 237. You noticed yeah. it all, too. Did you hear yes. the score during that scene, too? The score during that scene. They had the rolling timpani, the... You know what I'm talking about, yes. like, from The Shining? Yes. They were doing that throughout that scene, too. So it was really clearly um, yeah. not even just a nod. That was, like, a straight-up symphony to uh, to The Shining. The score and sound design in this is fantastic. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, It really it is. is. Yeah. Agreed. It's really good. It's really good. It, it, I'm not, and again, the first watch for me, it's it, it's it's a confusing movie. So I'm glad I watched it this time because I got more out of it. It is confusing. I do think it takes a, a couple of watches to really kind of pull more out of it. And uh, I just think you know when you watch it for me this this third time and and just the way it wraps up and everything and it all kind of makes sense now. And I just thought it's just I thought it's brilliant actually. <laughs> The way it slowly reveals more and more, because you start to question a lot of things that you're watching. It's like, well, why don't you, why don't you do this? They eventually get to everything. Yeah, a lot of attention to detail. Well, and then there's those moments, like the first moment, the first when she has, finds all those notes that say, "If they board, kill them all." Mm-hmm. When yeah. she finds those notes, and then you know the the moment she grabs a piece of paper and starts testing it, you realize all of those papers are are examples of her testing it previously. Yeah. Like testing the handwriting. And that just, when you see the sheer number of those, it just hits you. It's like, holy crap. Like this, and then you see every time we see anything that sort of alludes to the number of times this has happened, it just, wow. But that note writing scene is really great because like you said, you're watching it, you're like, okay, well, if this cycle is repeating like this and she becomes... Sorry for you know using the term again, but this sackhead Jess who winds up killing them. <laughs> why is this Jess so good? But they're right. they're all good, and they eventually get to that point, as you see, as it slowly unravels, as you know the loop continues. Are they though? Are they all good? What yeah. about the one? Okay. What about everyone who's listening so far? If you don't know by now, we're spoiling. And this is if you haven't seen this movie, let you me just have to. Then just stop and look at the timestamps because this we yeah, we kind of have to. So you give I want to give everybody you know five ten seconds to get to get the hell out because you don't want to spoil it. But how about <laughs> how about when they go back when she goes back and she sees herself, but the way she's behaving towards the child is not what she would ordinarily do. What no, is up is. with that? How is it she is. good? That's how she you is. You think so. she did that that morning? No, exactly. that is how she is. She only is. she's yeah. now viewing herself from a third, like a third person point of view. Yes. She's seeing herself from the outside. She didn't necessarily realize she was always like that. Yes. And so now, and but and now she also has an appreciation of her son, an appreciation of life in general. So her whole outlook has completely changed. She's a totally different person than from when she started that day. Yeah, but it. Yeah, but hold on a minute. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. That's hold her arc. No, but see, listen, I went right back and sense. rewatched the beginning. She is, uh, right she's after. A, she, she's a stressed out. She, I don't give a she, shit. He something's wrong with. It's not like it's not that he's just dumb and makes bad choices. He literally has. I don't know what his diagnosis he's autistic. is. I, he's autistic. Okay, so if he's autistic, 
why would she question and say, why are you so dumb and this and that, and then you're, and that you're just like your father? That's the type of shit that a, a normal abusive parent does to a normal type child. You wouldn't say that to an autistic child. That doesn't make sense to me. I think well, that's the kind of shit that my asshole. daughter had to go through. Sometimes good parents can turn bad. I mean, her husband evidently left. She's frustrated. She's a single mom dealing with an autistic child. She's just become All she abusive. she wanted was one day off because yeah. when you have a special needs child, you get no days off. She wanted a day to herself, and, you know, this was fucking up her plans. It's frustrating. <laughs> but the thing is, is that we don't know... <sighs> We haven't spent a significant amount of time with them prior to this happening. She could have been this raving lunatic the whole time. We don't know. I mean, it just maybe she is just she's so far to the end of her rope at this point that this is her life now. She is standing at the bottom of a lake. <laughs> and that toy boat flipped over in the pool. Awesome. Um, she just, you know. Oh, it, yeah. I think she didn't realize what kind of person she had become until she saw it first. Exactly. You know, and it just, and we, you know, that happens to us sometimes. Like, have you ever like been like so pissed off and then like suddenly you're giving attitude to someone who doesn't even deserve it, like a coworker or something. And then you're like, you have to catch yourself and you're like, Oh shit, man, I'm sorry. You don't deserve that. That, that is something that is not your fault. And you know, I'm an ass. She's taking something for she's taking something for granted <laughs> until it's completely taken away from her and she has to fight to get back to it. Yeah, yeah I, I can buy it. I just the, the only thing that that bothered me was that she said, "Why are you dumb?" and uh, bringing up her father. That doesn't seem like something that would. She's, I don't know. I, she's just at, like like Jamie said. She's just at the end of a rope. I get it. I I I don't know. I just wish she. I wish the dialogue would have been a little bit different. That that I don't know. Like, I wish you could have said something like, why did you have to be born this way or something like that? How come I have to be the mother of a child that was born this way? To me, that would seem more representative of someone that had a child that way than that just seems like something that would have happened to my daughter from from her mother when she was going through shit there. Why are you so dumb? She just just like calls him an asshole <laughs> or an asshole. Right. Well, she did call him an asshole. <laughs> well, there you, OK. It's, yeah, she did. <laughs> and now that, just... Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was brutal. Like, I think that was, like, one of the... I think that was, like, the biggest twist for me in this movie, honestly, was, uh, you know... It's he is an George asshole! And... <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I thought it was a twist, you know, to see her, you know, treat her kid that way. Because, I mean, the whole movie, she's trying to get back to him. Right. And to see how she was treating him before. I thought that was a very well-implemented twist. And, oh, you know, absolutely. like, before you're, like, rooting for her. And then after right. seeing that, you... You kind of lose that, like you don't. You're not really rooting for her anymore. I I love the twist of like the the villainess of her. Um, I was rooting for her, but just for the the current iteration of her, the the, exactly. the, new, yeah. the new her. I um, but yeah, it's like through the whole thing, she's the good guy. She's the what you know, the redheaded bitch. She's being mean and snotty to her. <laughs> the, the you know, cry. it's it's. Uh, and then you know, you you get little snippets of her story. She she works. She's a waitress. No, that's fucking hard. Um, she has a special needs child. You know, she doesn't ever take time for herself. So you're feeling for her. You're feeling really bad for her. And then when you see how she is, you're like, fuck. You know, but then at that point, you have the one we've been traveling through the whole story with. And that's the one we can then uh, we can then focus on. And really, she's our hero anyway. The one that we see at the end in the dress, we don't even know her. You yeah. know? So... Um, yeah, I just this movie is so brilliant. It's so brilliant. Well, it's uh, got to they're got to have 
some I was like trying to look at the distance from Florida to the Bermuda Triangle just because you figure it's got to play into it with the title as well, only because of the the supernatural kind of looping aspect of it, of having her playing this over and over again. I think it has to sort of play into it somehow. Well, they bring up Sisyphus. Yeah. They make a reference to Sisyphus on the because the the big ship, the name of the big ship is the sun – was it Sisyphus' Aeolus. son? Yeah, Aeolus, the son. So, I think... Uh, see, I've watched it under, like, I so many... I've looked at it so many different ways. Like, is she in hell? Um, is yeah, she... Okay. Um, it's very Twilight Zone-ish, no? Is well, he, yeah. The taxi yeah. driver, I mean, he's, you know, dressed in black. He's evidently, like, some sort of devilish figure. Thank but, you. But, but But he's giving yeah. her... He's giving her a chance. And yeah. she's not, and she's still fighting for it. Because when he says, "I'll see you again," and she's like, "Yeah, you will," like me, yeah. and she's she's gonna try her best to get back to her son and make things right. Like this time, it's gonna work. Yeah. And uh, I thank you though for saying that about the driver because I said the same thing. Uh, like you know, he seems like there's something going on because he said just a driver, you know, like yeah. so yeah. he knows what's up. I feel like he knows what's up. Yeah. And um. Yeah, he's and dead, he and she there. cheated him, right? And, well, yeah, look at Basically, it. You can look at it that way. Like yeah, the Sisyphus yeah. thing, because mm-hmm. that's what they said. Yeah, so yeah. he's deaf, because he even says, why would he make a statement such as there's no helping that boy or something? How would he know just from where he was observing? You know what I mean? So if, if he you, wasn't deaf. If you look at it, that's actually really excellent, Dave. If you look at it from this point of view, that from the Sisyphus point of view, okay, go back to the very first time that she had this accident. The very like when the the first time it happened, ah, first time it happened, it wouldn't have happened because it didn't happen until after she came back. God damn it, I hate time loops. It like <laughs> okay, <laughs> there was there had to be a time when something when it happened and she was supposed to go, and she uh, essentially cheated death by saying, uh, yeah, hey, keep the meter running, I'll be right back. Only she goes to go it over again like and then she keeps doing it over again and doing it over again and doing it over again her basically pushing the rock up the hill but that doesn't really work i guess because she didn't come back for that to work because if she didn't come back to kill herself then that never would have happened yeah but the loop is different every time there's always something a little different about it so a little bit different yeah then there are things and And that's that's enough that's the you know what and that's what i like about it too because in reality that's how it would be because you're, especially as you start to figure things out, you're going to do things differently. So you're going to have the same outcome, likely, if that's the way it's meant to be. But you're going to, uh, but things are going to be slightly different because you're going to do different things. So yeah. I like that. But the loop but does have to start in the water. It does have to start in the water then. For, yeah, for yeah, it makes sense. Right. You can't start it on land. You can't start it on the land, yeah. I oh. That scene where she just she hits the bird and then she goes and throws the bird and then she sees the pile of birds. Oh man! Oh my well, they, god! And oh, they have that oh. other bird that flies that flies out and is sort of yeah. following her as well. And she's looking at him. Um, and at the time when we first see that, and he's like, "Oh, he thinks we're a fishing boat," you know, and she's yeah. looking at it, but she's kind of got this like freaked out look on her face. You don't really know why yet, but then um, I don't think she knows either because she seems to kind of forget. Um, but then at the very the very last shot is when they are leaving in the boat. The very last shot we get is that gull yeah. taking off and then it kind of focuses on the gull in the sky and then and so you realize that's the same one and I just got fucking chills. Oh my god. It is so <laughs> cool. And the yeah. gull is this beautiful white gull 
versus the representation of the driver in black representing death. It's like good versus evil, and she's stuck in this loop, and she still has a chance to, to make good out of this. Hmm. Now, was that goal one of the goals that was feasting on the Sallys? Because that shit was great. <laughs> those se- those fucking sequels were like, yeah. They were fucking, I don't, they had a I don't, I don't think it's a Sally feasting goal. <laughs> Sally feasting goal. <laughs> you know, fucking- I got to give it credit for the budget. It seemed, like, I always say this, and one of my complaints is like, if you, if you have these ambitions, tr- make sure you can sell it. And yeah, there, I mean, there are some things that are not like seamless but i thought they did a great job with like the effects of of someone falling into the water and when they're Mm -hmm. the capsizing of the boat and the dead sallies and all and etc etc i thought that was really cool and and for their budget for their budget i thought that that was uh amazing now did they film that on this on a real ship i assume Ooh, Does anybody I know that? So. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly. I would assume so because that's one hell of a set if they didn't. But um, yeah, I don't think you can see the budget at all. Like I don't think you can see that it was a little budget. It looks like they were able to accomplish everything they wanted to, I and agree. really well. Yeah, I think the funnest part for this movie for me was, um, you know, as I'm going through my notes, like um, asking myself questions because I do that a lot, I guess. Um, uh, cause I was just like, I thought this took place on a cruise ship. And then I wrote, Oh, immediately following, like <laughs> as soon as the fucking Titanic showed up. But, um, <laughs> um, no, I think the, the funnest part was, you know, like seeing like, as it was going, like <clears throat> questions were being answered. Like it, you're right. It did answer everything. Um, you know, the first thing that I wrote down was, uh, that w- when she says at the beginning, when I have a bad dream, I close my eyes and then think of something nice. And I'm just like, well, why is she saying that? Like, and then, you know, it plays it back in such a big way. And I don't know, it was just really creative. And, you know, at that time, I was just like, well, is that gonna, is that like foreshadowing something? And absolutely it did. But like, cause I was just like, well, how, he's awake. How can he be dreaming? Like, so I was questioning that, you know? Um, oh, yeah. So, and then, you know, they come back and, you know, you get that whole extra scene that, you know, how it really played out. I loved it. I almost watched the beginning right when it ended. But I felt like all my questions were answered. I was like, right until it got, like, the last 10 minutes, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to have to watch this, uh, the, the first 10 minutes of this movie again and compare. But then when it actually happened and it came time for the credits to wall, I was like, you know what? I felt that was satisfied and I didn't have to go back. But I was still thinking about that, how everything tied in from the beginning to the end. But it was really cool. Yeah. For me, the scariest shit, though, the scariest shit for me, and I, I've talked about this many times on the show with me and the drowning and all that stuff, is in the beginning when all that stuff is, is starting to happen and you see all those dark clouds rolling in and oh, shit. Yeah. And the waves, I, I was like shit in my pants. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Fuck that. Because I, I think of that, 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 like, in a movie like this where everything is, you know, fantastical, at that point in the movie... It's not yet. You're just you're just taking this you know this trip uh, on this little ship going to do you know going to going sailing and then all that goes down and that the way it was shot the way it looked in the the, the excuse me the clouds rolling in and, and and the waves and what was going on with the water dude that was terrifying to me I, I, it made me very uncomfortable and that's a Poor good Heather fucking Heather that girl that Sally <laughs> girl must have mentioned Heather more times. 
than <laughs> than those people in Poltergeist Three yelled Carol Ann. Everything was Heather. Heather's gonna be on the. How would Heather in in your wildest <laughs> dreams? How would a Heather have made it on that freaking giant ship? And you know the odds of that. And then everything was Heather. Heather which, dropped the keys. So with Jess, Heather with did Jess's this. keys. Yeah, with Jess's keys. I want to know what the was su- Heather. But what? That's huh? exactly it. And she's never back. So there's like, what's the take on that? Because I I the, actually don't the have take an answer. On it at, the take on it at first is that she's the lucky one because she's not part of the cycle until the end of the movie when you realize she is part of the cycle. She just doesn't get to go oh. to the cruise ship. Oh, good call. <laughs> I hadn't realized that, but yeah, I was like, I always thought because okay. at first when I watched it, I thought that it was like a Carnival of Souls kind of thing. The first time, you know, okay. uh, when I didn't know how it ended, I was I was expecting it to be like, oh, they're everyone's dead. Yeah, and I thought, well, maybe she was the one who survived. And that's why when she gets sucked out of the boat, she actually ends up surviving somewhere. And then the rest of them die. And that's why we follow them. And, and I thought that we were going to find that out at the end, but we don't. So I don't know. I guess she's just dead. And she just keeps dying over and over again. And it kind of sucks for these guys because there's no way out really for them. No. Poor Hemsworth gets a hook in the back of his brain oh it's so well done though how they do that it was Oof, yeah cringy very cringy yeah in, 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 a, get, in a good way cringy <laughs> absolutely i don't get why she just didn't kill everybody but as soon as she found out that that's all you have to do like if she's if she's this person that we clearly know has lost her temper and when we get things revealed later on maybe she's not so, so you know so goody two-shoes as we think and you find out hey kill everybody and you'll be free why would that be such a challenge? She should have just taken the gun and freaking went. It, it reminds me of of last year's sort of record of sweet murder, where like you know it's going to eventually happen, but you got to think like it's got to build to that. Yeah, I well, think my to... only. Oh, sorry. Go sorry. Ahead, go ahead. No, I <laughs> no. talked a lot. Go ahead. <laughs> no, um, I think my only like qualms with it is like I wanted to see like I guess you don't need to. I mean, because it does show you the backstory of her, you know, being a terrible mother, but. Um, I mean, I wanted to see where she got to that point to, you know, the first story of how, you know, she killed them, like of how that actually played out. Like, I I wanted to see that for some reason. I thought that would have been and it just never did that. Like it automatically just went into the deja vu scenario, which I mean, it does, you know, make for a cool buildup and, you know, reveal. But I still like out of my general curiosity, like I want to see like what was it that made her kill them to begin with? Like, I mean, obviously like, yeah. it was an accident. Like, so, I mean, I can draw my own conclusions, but I really wanted to see it play out because um, I don't know. It's an Does interesting point because that first if that first time would have to be just pure speculation on her part. And that would kind of change the dynamic of her character. She would right. kind of be she would kind of be evil. Whereas this point she's getting hints, you know, later on. So that first Me- time she had. She has to reach a point where she almost loses it and becomes a psycho killer and just starts killing everyone. Like maybe this will stop this crazy. Well, there's so many different sides to her, which they, which the director uh, masterfully, if I do say so myself, shows through like reflections uh, where you see like a a dual or triple reflection of yeah. her, and, and of course in the in the main storytelling as well of having multiple versions of her, <laughs> literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like. Uh, all you know being different um emotional states maybe well, the in the original voyage she snapped because everything going on with her son and everything out uh, whatever and she just snapped and fucking killed everybody <laughs> and now she's in hell and this is her hell maybe it's that simple it's like pur- it? it felt like purgatory to me in a sense yeah but then why are they having to suffer except, too that was something that's 
Well, they're really not. It's all in her mind. It's her version yeah. of hell. It's like the Twilight Zone episode well, when they yeah. go on the ship. Or We've had other shows, and I know I brought it up before, where I said that this is just their version of hell, and these are just basically like actors in it, in, in a manner of speaking. They're just part of it, you know? I don't know. Maybe there was no first time. Maybe it, I mean, I, I tossed oh, out Ouroboros like earlier, that. but like maybe that. maybe it has always been. Maybe it's the Alpha and the Omega. It's, you know, it's the God, you know, the whole, you know, God wasn't, there was never a time when there wasn't God. He's just always been, you know. Oh. It's impossible to wrap your mind around that, but that's, that is, you know, a lot of well, people believe that. So I'm going maybe with it that. just always has been. I'm well, there on board is with that. that. There is that part where they talk. Um, I can't like direct quote it, but um, now that I'm remembering back, like they're talking about, um, you know, the Greek gods are, um, and they're talking about how the, the he didn't kill them the right way, or, or you know, he didn't follow through with the promise of killing. Um, do you guys remember that conversation taking place? Yeah. So like, I think that probably alludes to, you know, I, I don't know, like it to the gods or something. I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree. Well, I, I, yeah. Is that this? Is she talking about what I brought up? The Sisyphus thing, earlier. Is that is that what well, you yeah, were talking yeah. about? A- Aeolus cheated death and. Uh, yeah. 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 So it. his punishment is to constantly push, or Sisyphus was punishment was to constantly push a rock up a hill, you know, without getting yeah. anywhere. Yeah, uh, that's okay. what I mean. It's definitely yeah, an crazy. illusion, and uh, so, but there are a lot of things that wouldn't work. The you know, without something everything going in place the very first time. And so then you think, well, when was the first time? Well, maybe there wasn't a first time. Maybe it just has always been. That, and is that logical? No. But <laughs> but is but, anything going know. on in this movie really logical? Well, so, exactly. I don't know. You know Could you scratch I, the surface and see if 1932 means something? When supposedly that ship was there and everything else? I was else? wondering that too. Oh, but, here's Does it tie into The Shining even more Stop. because they have Must. the ballroom? And because there's more Shining stuff going on in this movie. I don't know. Maybe. Why sometimes is the food rotten and sometimes it's not? Right. Like, I yeah. thought that too. Only in her eyes though, right? And why is the time... Her watch matches the time on the clock on the wall. Time with the clock on the wall. And then Don Donovan... or Don, What's his name? Donovan? Downey. Downey's watch was a totally different time. Like hers yep. said 820 or something and his was like 1130. Yep. Yeah. I think it's so, because... She's the one who's stuck in it. Like you said, the other characters, it doesn't even matter about them. That It's, you know, it's in her mind, really. Okay, this, yeah. This so that just sort of is driving home that it's all about her, I guess. And the rotten, the rotten versus the fresh, like Christian says, the duality of it all. But I, I really I really agree that, that I really love that idea that this is the way it's always been, that there isn't a first time because... It, it, that would really bother me if, if the director came out and said, well, yeah, that definitely had to be a first time because that would really bother me that the character could reach that point. Because even though, yes, she is clearly abusive to her son when we when we eventually see her at the house, she, it's not implying that she's a terrible mother or a terrible person at any point in this movie. So I wouldn't be on board with that, that she reaches a point where she becomes a horrible person in order to try to redeem herself. It's, that's not the way to redemption. Right. So I like the idea of hell. I always do. You know, I like that the repetition in hell thing. I always. Thought, I think the I think the hell aspect of it comes in if she gives up on trying to get back to her son, which is why the, the driver says you will come back, and she says yes. He's he's like I'll leave the meter running. She's going out yachting for the yeah. day. She's she's, I don't get yachting. that. Yeah, because, I thought she well, was like just yeah. because he's a supernatural entity. It's super, that's he'll exactly. Keep the meter it's, he's oh, he's always going to be there. It's yeah. very yeah. It's cryptic. In, in, in his response, he's like giving it another yeah. shot. 
Yeah. Exactly. And she's like, yes. And did we already answer the fact that it was never the first time? Like, we've, we obviously we know this by the movie playing out. She already has that sense of deja vu right out of the gate when she's when they get on that ship. So yeah, just like she's the lived this over and over again. We've we've just come into the story in, in one part of the loop. It says that you know the director was inspired by Dead of Night and Memento. Uh, he wanted to make a circular film that explored deja vu, but avoided using the same elements as Jacob's Ladder. Uh, and that the sets include the exterior of a cruise liner, which Smith, the director, insisted on constructing as he believed it was important. They avoid shooting hmm. everything with green screens. And the oh, film is based in part of the story of Sisyphus, a figure of Greek mythology. So the director didn't talk about The Shining. Don't they have medication <laughs> well, if, you, if you catch Sisyphus? When clearly he should not, have. <laughs> not, in this, not in this one brief little synopsis. But now, like obviously, can only treat the symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's even a line literally the same as The Shining when Jack's talking to Wendy and he says, "It's almost as if I knew what was going to be around every corner." Ooh, that's it. Okay. She says the same thing. I knew what was going to be around right, right after every corner. Same yeah. Thing. There's so cool many stuff. Shining. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. You know. Tons. Why not pay homage to a great movie? Oh fuck! I, you know what I love, and I always, I never miss him. I don't think I'm always like that's I, the people that's did that with shit. Joker last year. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's Taxi Driver." So what if it's Taxi Driver? Taxi Driver's an amazing movie. That's okay. I have a criticism. Here's a, a thing I thought of at the end of the movie last night too. I'm like, and I, I was like, you realize that Brian that it's the same one going through every time. Now. And what I mean by that is we followed her from the time that she got on the dock to the time that they went out on the boat, boat crashed, they got on the other boat. We followed her all the way through that, all the way back around to her house, back around to her killing her other self, back around to her getting into the car accident and then showing up at the dock again. And it was the same one. And it's going to and now she's going back out on that trip. The same one. Now, she tends to forget what happens, but... Now I'm like, but it's the same one, you know. So where are all these other ones coming from? I mean, well, I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to think about it that hard. But huh. you just do you, does that? Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. If you if you overthink about it, I'm sure you could p- pick up a lot of uh, inconsistencies or a lot of maybe plot holes. But I I, I try not to. I yeah, think it could drive. I think it will drive you nuts if you do. But yeah, but I every I, time travel movie. Yeah, there's not a single yeah. one that works. Yeah, I don't think no, I don't right. think you I don't think you can master it, but I th- I think Terminator. it's masterfully done anyway. I think it's great. I do I have love... one criticism. Go ahead, B. I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say I love the I love the explanation for uh, them hearing the distress call, hearing their voices, how that plays out with the chase with uh, Sally at the end, and also the reason why she wears the sack. Like you, you yes. think you're like okay, you're like she reaches the point where she puts on a sack. Like, what does she become a deranged psycho killer? No, <laughs> it's it's to hide the fact that she's feeling shame for what she's about to do. Right. So sure. that I mean, that's great. That just speaks to this character being, you know, being good and being a quality person and trying to, you know, get some redemption and uh, and, and make it right, but uh, but having to do awful things. Right. Yeah. On. No, I mean, and, you know, that brings up a good point because, you know, I felt like she killed them kind of easily. But when it came to killing herself, like she had problem pulling the trigger, you know, and it seemed like she did that like every time, like she just couldn't kill herself. And then like it comes full circle, like when she sees how bad of a person uh, or, you know, she's treating her kid and she just goes in and just bludgeons herself. So, I mean, like the different, um, you know, how how far she came across, I guess. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, she did have problems. Like I was just like, 
it says kill them all, you know, if you want to see your kid. And I mean, I don't know, like she had problems, you know, killing herself. And you know what? That's my criticism. I have two criticisms where, where someone could have clearly explained things the right way. Mm-hmm. When she when she was in that when she was fighting with herself, right, and she's talking through the freaking sack. Right. She should have stopped, <laughs> hold the fucking thing off, say, "Hey, look at me. Obviously, I'm you. Now I'm going <laughs> to tell you something. Okay, this is what you do. This is why I'm here, and this is why." I'm here. Clearly, because, nobody knows you more than you. So right. if you, you know what's going to work on yourself. And that's not like, that would work with me. Hold it. Dave, come here. Sit down. Let me explain to you what's going on. <laughs> because you know how you, in a serious manner, would act. So she should have just done that. Now, that's just minor. But I don't know if you could, I don't know if you could act that rational when every single version of her, even the ones that are being killed, are good versions. They're panicked. They're stressed. There's, there's a fight to yeah, the but, death here. I know what you're saying. So many I thought... times you're gonna get to that point. Hey, listen, asshole, slow your fucking roll. <laughs> do this, okay? And this won't end. Enough is enough. I'm tired. Come on, do what you gotta do. I don't know, but this oh. is the thing that that bothered me. That that didn't bother me so much. I think it's this... meant to be set up that way. It'd be too easy for her. It wouldn't be a challenge. It wouldn't be a test. I mean, we wouldn't have her. a movie. <laughs> We'd have a movie. It just wouldn't be a test for her. It just would be too simple. If the tip doesn't last, hey, it's me. Kill me. Yeah. As I was trying to get you answers for your shining, uh, Dave, uh, a lot of it is what we've kind of already alluded to. But uh, one guy brought it down and said that he thought some uh, that she's dead. Simple as that. She's dead. Um, there's a lot of it. Like Brandon mentioned, the the death, the driver uh, is yeah. evil. Room 237 is just another hint that there, there's evil afoot uh, to answer to the watch. Uh, the time on Jess's watch is the time she died. In the current iteration, her watch says 8.20, which is a reasonable time for the car crash to have occurred, especially if they leave hmm. port around 9. Greg's watch says 11.30, which is the time he died, the time the boat sank. Mm. Uh, yeah, Heather, I kind of figured that was when she died, but I didn't get why his, what his was. So that yeah. makes sense. And That's then it cool. said, Heather, if you watch carefully, he's pulled out of the ship through the window. She survives, mm-hmm. which is why she's not present in their hell. Oh, bam! I got it. Nice. Very so, good. I mean, this is one other person's version sure. of it, but based on everything we've been kind of talking about, it kind of summarizes, I think, everything we've been saying. And yeah, again, the type of movie I know, Brandon, you love. I, I do. <laughs> I, I love it because there's, there's multiple <laughs> ways to do it, and it's not wrong either way. Yeah. It's, you know, there's two ways to look at it, unless, you know, the director comes out and says, this is what I meant for it. Because. She could be dead. Like you said, the watch thing, that's that's a big hint because there's one of my favorite TV shows is a British show. And the character throughout the whole series doesn't realize she's dead until the end when she realizes that her watch always had the same time on it. And, oh. and so that that really got me. But uh, but the whole idea that she keeps going through the loop, there's no there's no reason to think that it would ever be successful. So she could be dead. She could be doomed to just repeat it for forever. But the the uh, majesticness of the of the white gull. You know, just gives me a sense of like that. There's, there's hope still. You know, as we were watching it, Dan uh, was like, you know, I, th- I have a feeling this is going to be like a 1408 or, um, you know, like Time Crimes. I guess he said it reminded him very much of those two films. Yeah. You know, he's like, I have a feeling this is going to go in like a 1408 direction, which you know, it kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the aspect. So, I thought that was a cool point. Did anybody think she killed her son? Because that's what she says. Oof, this whole thing wow. starts. 
that she kills him and stuffs him in the duffel bag and is driving him to the harbor to get rid of him. And that's really fucked up. And that's <laughs> why she deserves the hell that we're witnessing. I kind of yeah. like that better. Well, than all of this what's, shit. <laughs> what's funny if I, is I have seen this movie two times prior to this watching, right? Mm -hmm. The whole time I'm watching this movie for this, I'm thinking she killed her son and she put him in the duffel bag. And that's why she has all the guilt on her the whole time. Um, when he keeps asking her like, what's wrong, what's wrong. And then she looks that's guilty. Fair. And, um, and that I was thinking she did like a Susan Smith thing, you know, like she killed him so that she could finally have a life of her own. And, that didn't happen at all but like I, but why is that in my memory like that's exactly how i remember it sounds movie, like casey anthony you know wow yeah yeah they don't that's they don't outright show you everything but they give enough hints in fact the way that they edited it at the beginning with the her stuffing the duffel bag after it and it was kind of uh done um when you go back and rewatch it uh they it does seem kind of weird because I'm like, oh, there's the boy, she's hugging him, and then she's stuffing a duffel bag, and then they're 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 taking off, and then she's at the harbor. That's how we see it. And then in the retelling, she's witnessing herself acting horribly to him. Now we don't actually see the murder, but maybe because he thought that would be too too much to put on the screen. So it's a cool yeah. way to think of it. There's I too think, many. There's yeah, too many I endings. think the uh, the her the her that the eh, the she that came the Jess that came back knows where that's that interchanges that or that exchange is about to go and so that's why she's in such a such a hurry to take out the other one you know she goes around she rings the doorbell to get her attention she grabs the hammer she goes and she doesn't even pause man she just walks in that house and starts beating the shit out of her and i think it's because she knows where it's, it's going to end up and so and even though we don't explicitly see it she knows well, the take that I took away from one it, way to look at it. <laughs> you know, that car, the car accident at the end, like in a sense, like, because I, I mean, it didn't show her specifically the, you know, the one that we've been following. It doesn't show her body. I mean, it just shows her like outside. So I, I feel right. like, you know, she's just watching these things happen. Like, I don't know, like, because the, she put that body in the trunk, but the body wasn't in the bag anymore. It the body was in the dress and it was out. So Ooh. I, I, I you know oh my so god I, that's good you know so i i don't know if like you know that that's just the you you know she is living her hell and my, my you know, brain she, is melted i'm sorry <laughs> no that's this is great because now that that's so perfect because you don't see the duffel bag you just see her right. in the dress yeah and you see her standing in the road so maybe the fact that she's doomed to repeat this whole thing yeah is not because she's supposed to try and save her son, but because she's supposed to see what she really did and she refuses to see it. She keeps yeah. repeating repeating it and seeing seeing herself saving her son from her abusive self-wrath and then accepting the fact that she killed her son. And yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, oh, my God. Shit. Oh, my God. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but then the driver says... The driver You're welcome. Says, yeah, nothing is, yeah. The driver says nothing's going to save that kid. Right. And... Yeah. Yeah. Telling us. <laughs> so he's like flat out saying, yeah. there's nothing you can do. It's always going to happen. And, um, <laughs> oh, my God. Mind, bl mind blown. Full, <laughs> full head explosion right now. You're welcome. Wow. Two out of ten. I hate yeah. this movie. <laughs> I love it more now. now I, I love do. It I love it more that, now, that, too. You know, with that explanation. But let me tell you one thing. There's my criticism. This is the one thing that stuck out for me. When that girl, Sally was there literally climbing over all her dead bodies. 
you have to realize, hey, something is afoot here besides soldiers <laughs> in a sack chasing me, okay? And when, when what's her name, when Jess tells her, hey, listen, there's something going on. There's another me down there. This is happening in this. She looks at her and she still can't believe it. Maybe, maybe she doesn't yeah. see the other Sallys. She's climbing over them. She doesn't maybe, see them. Maybe she doesn't see them. Maybe only <laughs> Jess sees them. I suppose. Dave, I love you so much. I love you too. But Bane, <laughs> every maybe time only, I <laughs> maybe only Jess sees them. It's Jess's hell. Maybe only Jess sees them. Okay. All right. she, do we do we like, actually see her sidestepping like, Sally's? Bitch, Sorry. she just told you she's not gonna hurt you. Shut up. Like I can't stand that redheaded cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, she is rough. She is, but then again, when you look back on it, if if what Jess did, what we think she did, maybe, um, what's her name? Sally has intuition about her, saying something's yeah. off with that girl. Something really is, according to the, what we've just uncovered here. Maybe she's like, hey, that bitch is fucked. You know, not just that she's a little off or a little stressed. Keep her the fuck away from me, and I don't want her hooking up with the guy that I want to hook my friend up with, who I think that she's actually secretly in love with. Yeah. I think that. That that fire crotch is in love <laughs> with with Heather because she did not shut up about Heather. Heather, Heather. <laughs> I'm insulted by fire crotch as somebody who has a really bad chafing going on right now. But uh... the only the well, only I... disconnect. Sorry, Brandon, I, I was interrupted. You go. Sorry, because I my mind's blown in a this. different. No, way. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was. I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm I'll so sorry. I know. I feel no, horrible. No, it's not. It's You're not your fault. Fire I totally lost it. It was a fire crotch joke. Yeah. I know I know I made the joke, but I lost my actual thought. I'm making a stupid fire crotch joke. <laughs> Sorry. I feel well, bad because yeah, I like... kind of interrupted you there. How about I... the redheaded stepchild and, and the mutilator? The guy said something about a redheaded stepchild and the guy points to his hair and he goes, Hey. And he might have had like a, a, a twinge of fucking. Oh, it was not remotely red. <laughs> Ralph's head hair was not red, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, he's a redhead? <laughs> <laughs> It no, ties but, in. So I want to know if she died in the car. In the car crash, I'm confused because is we're saying she didn't die in a car crash because she has to make it under the boat for this whole thing to start. But she, according to that that reading, she dies earlier. This boat cruise goes, so they don't really meet them. Well, I don't think the boat ever happened. I think that was you know because she's saying I just need a day to myself. So I think that's how she pictured how her day would have gone. Okay. I Maybe, think, I mean, yeah. oh, I, no, so it's like I think it happened. I think, yeah, I, I, I agree. Think when death, or well, not death, when the driver sees her, like her, she's standing, and he's like, hey, you know, do you want to go somewhere? And, and she's like, yeah, take me to the harbor. I think that she wants to go back and try to change things. And even though it's pointless, she does. So, like, she shows up. So the time on her watch is 820. The time on his watch is 1130. So, in reality, they went without her, like, okay, guess, that's the first time. Yeah, that's ah. what, And in the loop, she joins. And she that's, joins. Yeah, perfect. That's, yeah. That was where I was getting the disconnect, but you just summed it. That's perfect. Great. Wow. Yeah. I think and Christopher Smith is listening to this <laughs> show going, you're all fucking morons. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> we got to tag him if he's around. I, I, no, I, I, no I, one's I, dead. No one's dead. <laughs> The boy killed them all. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing the sack. <laughs> it's like coming on the floor. What are you talking about? This all takes place in a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, shit. With an autistic kid. Oh, my God. Oh, you're right. Yes. <laughs> Is it the Babadook? 
Uh, no, it's uh, no, Cemetery it's, Man. Saint Elmo's Fire. Saint Elmo's Fire. Um, Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. You know what? I brought up Saint Elsewhere a few shows ago. Uh, oh yeah, was, Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, it was an autistic kid with a snow globe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you said a snow globe, I was thinking of the end of freaking Cemetery Man. Oh, I was thinking Krampus. So was I was I thinking, thinking Krampus. Krampus. Oh, yeah. How could I not have thought Krampus? Wow. All right, well, yeah. I'm glad I explained it then. Because <laughs> uh, everybody's going, what the fuck is she talking about? Well, because remember that guy in, the guy in, Del- uh, in Cemetery Man was oh, yeah. Snow, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. We're all That's over another the- one you could dissect till uh, the end of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should we should rate. We that. came up with about five reasonably <laughs> solid endings for this film, and they all kind of work. That's what why I love it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I really do. Well, and who's ladies... watch? Who's watch? Did you say said eleven thirty? Yeah, Downey's watch said eleven thirty. Right. Or right. or Downey it went down. I think he's the one that responded when she asked. Downey. The <laughs> so, so the whole point is that she's never a part of the boat. She just joins it after her death. Woo! Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. I mean, if she died at eight twenty. Yeah. And they were. Oh, or, I love they it. They were half expecting it. her, half not. Uh, half, yeah. head, half head explosion. Yeah, I can totally <laughs> see they would have taken off without her, especially if Sally got there and she didn't want her to be there anyway. Like she didn't want. She wanted him to hook up with Heather, so she wouldn't have wanted him to have a date there. So she would have been like, "Just go, just go. She's not coming." I actually thought Greg and Victor were hooking up since they're living together. <laughs> they seem like a nice couple. Maybe they are, and maybe, uh, yeah, Heather, because obviously Heather and what's-her-name want to hook up. Greg was very mean to Heather. I got to say, like, at least be nice. Like, okay, you're not interested, but. It was the hat. It was the hat. (laughs) (laughs) But then she straight up told him, hey, I'm not interested. Yeah, well, I would. She's like, I'm into the boy. I'm into Hemsworth (laughs) over there. I'm I'm into Thor's brother over there. Is that Miley's man? Yeah, Yeah, that's. uh, Wow. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I think we've exasperated everything we can with this film for the most part. I, I got nothing else to say, personally. Does anybody have anything else to say? Well, I'll give it in your final thoughts and ratings. Final thoughts, I have nothing else to say. Because it's now being called. This I time have we'll six right. more theories. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Jamie, no, I'm kidding. Theories I'm kidding. and ratings, please. Oh. <laughs> All right, you guys go ahead. You're, you're ladies first for the rest of the show. You're ladies first for the rest of the show. That's right. <laughs> well, I fucked up the first review, so from now on, there you have it. So. Um, okay, well, I'll go. Okay. I um, like it's, I think it's probably easy to tell that I really love this one, especially since I've said it probably three times. This one is just a, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Wow. Nice. Now, well, keep in mind, you know how I do ratings, so... It's straight on feels. That's it. Like, do I love it? Yes, I do. And um, it's practically perfect. I mean, honestly, as I go through it, there are things that might trip me up, but can always come up with a reason. Like, you just, okay, so you go for another theory. And that's fine. That actually makes it that much more intricate and interesting and layered. And it gives it more to talk about, makes it that much more interesting to me. So the more we talked about it and the more we were trying to go in all different directions just made me love it that much more because you can. Nice. Sweet. 
Yeah, I really like this one, too. Um, you know, like I said, the first time I tried to watch it, like, I couldn't just get into it. I, it, it was, it's like a mood watch, I guess, in a sense. You know, it's one that you have to pay attention to, I feel, obviously. Otherwise, you miss, like, a, the whole movie. Um, so it was definitely fun um, watching this. And, you know, I, I love talking about it with you guys and, you know, the theories and, you know, exploding Brandon's head. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I did, you know, the t- like it that that the sack head, as you would call her, you know, it is kind of reminiscent of like a slasher at times, too. And, you know, like Baghead Jason or even like the town that dreaded sundown. You know, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I give it a nine. Nice. nice. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Go ahead, B. Go ahead, blow it. Let All me right. Hear you. No, I'm, I'm really uh, Yeah. I just, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I really, I, I love the movie watching it again for the third time uh, last night. And uh, I was probably at like an 8.5. But this discussion, every single one of you said something that literally had me like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> literally, like, and I'm just like, I absolutely love this movie. I'm, I'm gonna hold back from that ten out of ten, but I, I'm right. I'm very close. Nine and a half out of ten. Ooh, nice. Nine, and you nine, said nine, you started at an eight. I was like probably like an eight point five. I was gonna give it at first. You brought it up a whole point this discussion because there's so many cool theories that that work, and right. theories that are better than what I thought when I was rating an eight point five. Right on. Yeah. I'll let you go last, Dave. Uh, I kind of echo what Brandon said. I was when I saw the movie first time watch. I was like, "Wow, how did this? How did I not see this before? This is great!" And I love Severance. I love. Uh, I haven't seen yeah. Creep yet. Creep is awesome. Uh, love Creep. Severance creep is awesome. I, did you guys do Creep on ABCs? Was that one of the? No, was that the I've scene? never seen Creep. I've never seen. Creep. Oh, why did I think? Why did I think Dave's a creep? Because Dave's a creep and he's on ABC. <laughs> oh, did we do it on? Did we do it on Colossal? No, because we haven't gotten to the siege yet. I haven't. Um, seen it. I think for whatever show. reason, I feel like you guys have talked about creep. I don't I know feel why. Like we have too. And oh, we talked about. Well, I'll have to figure out why, but I I've got to go revisit Creep. Love Severance, and I thought he did a great job with this. Eight eight point five out of ten uh, was what I was going in with, but the discussion. Did raise it up, not quite as high as branded, but I'm a nine out of ten, and I actually can't wait to revisit it again. Solid, yes. solid, like hidden gem for me. Yeah, I went up too. It's crazy because I was like around the eight, and this conversation is what did it. Because I think I have the movie figured out. I think. I mean, if not, I have two or three <laughs> good theories, yeah. and they all work. And until we had this discussion tonight. I was just like, yeah, pretty good, but this and this, and I'm not sure. But now that we, we've had this, what a great, what a great discussion! I, I went all the way up to a nine from an eight, so that's nice. Wow, yeah, so that's a hall of famer, huh? It is. Yeah, I don't know it's, what the official uh, rate because well, we have a nine uh, point, a ten out of ten, a nine point five, and just have to take one of the nines. Right on. So we're so good. Eight and a half. Perfect. Hall nice. of famer. Did not expect a hall of famer. That's freaking awesome. I didn't either. I didn't know. <laughs> you know see Why this is love. what Jamie does she makes you she's so good at what she does she makes you love things <laughs> that was Absolutely. one of my favorite reviews yeah that was oh, that yeah. was really good that was wow my head yeah. hurts wait wait in a good way <laughs> this is very important you hear that Watson <laughs> <laughs> nice wait who <laughs> <laughs> ABC's a hidden horror the caller 
cheerleader camp and cold prey. Oh, so the no, caller. No I had another, to look. But where the caller, f- another I, underrated film. For whatever reason, oh, I feel was... like it was you, Jamie, and Brian talking about creep. Because I, so I have it in my head. Maybe that's I, your like, hell. Ha- oh, you know what I'll bet you're thinking of? <laughs> maybe, maybe. We talked about End of the Line, which that's... is very similar that because of the subway thing. Is yeah, that it? You put that a is the one. The End of the Line. And, and this creep automatically thinks it's creep. <laughs> yeah, but hey. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> yes, you did. That's exactly wow. it. End of the line. I, I knew. Actually, another good movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's really the one movie that it holds the sole distinction of being the only movie that we have ever held the spoiler discussion to the end of the show, like post-credits. We did the entire show, we did the credits, and then we came back around and did the spoiler discussion for that movie because we didn't want to spoil it. Oh, man. Is End of the Line from the 2010s or no? I think it's 2007. Uh, yeah, I, so. I thought it was oh, 2007. Oh, let me. I'll yeah. double check. I was gonna say. I'm, I'm, pretty, sure, my list. I'm pretty sure. I'm, it's, a... I'm pretty sure it's before 2010. Okay. Yeah, I hope you're it right. Is, um, I have too many. Comp- too much. And comp- I actually tagged Marcus Devereaux in that, and he listened to the review, and he was like, "You guys." He's like, "You got most of it right." <laughs> and I was like, "Damn it! What did we miss?" <laughs> Interesting. That's, That's cool, cool, though. That's really cool. And that makes way more sense because I remember you guys saying it was a Canadian production. And yeah. this wasn't yeah. <laughs> so that that made I'm like, maybe I got hey, something oh, wrong there. Always so, has to bring up Canada. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. That is so. awesome. All, All right. right. We got one left. Ready to one. You want to jump right into it? Absolutely. Final prayer, a.k.a. The Borderlands from 2013, written and directed by Elliot Goldner. A team of Vatican investigators descends upon a church in a remote area to demystify the unusual happenings. But what they discover is more disturbing than they had first imagined. Okay, I wish every show we did was like this. A slasher from the 80s, a found footage movie, and a gem from the 2010s. I wish every movie, every show going forward was this, because I love all that stuff. So, you know, I got to admit, it, it the show definitely worked out well in terms of the the films. I can't speak for for the guests, but the films. And stuff. <laughs> hey, just I don't know. Kidding. The guests were probably confused at the lineup. They're like, "How come these three movies of all time?" Nope. Yeah, it definitely yeah. was. I was like, it made no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm like, okay, there's a found. That one's a found footage. So is it? Nope. Okay. Um, nope. Got nothing. Like nope. I, I could not make it work. <laughs> The guy who played Big Ed in The Mutilator was in all of these movies. <laughs> nah, he lost. Is there a redhead in this movie? Or a fake redhead? Otherwise, then we'd have the fire crotch connection. But, well, <laughs> that deer did get a fire. Was it? No, the sheep. Oh, the fire sheep. The, oh that scene God. was very disturbing. But before we even get uh, into it, Dave, had you seen this before? Yes, as a matter of fact... Um, at the beginning of one of our um, seasons, I said I was going to start doing one found footage movie per show for Triple uh, R's, and this was one of the few that I did do because I hadn't seen it, but it had been recommended. At the time, it wasn't easily accessible for whatever reason. That's only going back two or three years ago. And I came back on, I said it was the first time watching it. It was been recommended because I'm a found footage enthusiast, etc. And I did review it. I don't know what rating I gave it at the time, but I only saw it once. This was my second time. You know I where will... this film takes place, right? Where? Pardon me? Ballcombe. Oh, yeah, Ballcombe. And <laughs> there was some other joke about balls, right? Ballcombe. Anyway, getting moving right along. Uh, moving right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm kidding, man. Uh, no, like the reason I ask is because of your list. Right. This, I thought this should have made it. Like, I think it's up I there. I may, I may have retro, retroactively put it on the list. <laughs> what Let did me... you rectally do? Right. <laughs> <laughs> more with it, it is for found footage. I found this quite enjoyable. I've become a fan of found footage over the years, and this one was a lot of fun. And I actually texted you guys saying it makes you forget it's a found footage film because of the way they set it up. Yeah, because they're steady. You know, they're set up like a security camp. So lots of editing. Yeah, it yeah. is there somewhere. I yep. think. I did yeah. put it there after I watched it. So yes, it has been added to the challenge list. Correct. So it counts. So. I always Very have a quibble character. with these, like, who does the editing? But Dave said, come on, man, you got to let it go. You'll never enjoy these films. So I let it go. And so this one has probably more editing than a lot of the found footage movies do because they get the multi shots because of the set cameras that they put up in the church and at the yeah. house and then the wearing the cameras. So you get POV shots. So they, they edit it beautifully. Sure. And what's wrong with that? No, nothing. Wouldn't... I love it. I like it. That's a positive for me. Right. Me too. I don't want the shaky cans yeah. anymore. Stop shaking and blurring the cam for the sake of saying something freaky happened <laughs> and not showing anything. Yeah, that's over for the most part. I don't see too many found footage with the shaky cam anymore. There was another movie that came out, oh boy, two years ago, and it was very similar to this, and I think I mentioned that. It, it was very the third act especially and i wish I, I think i even owned the damn movie and i forgot what it was if i have a second i'll look over maybe i'll see it but was it as above so below no no it wasn't as above so below I no like i see too. what That's you're saying no this is better than that one than the other movie i'm talking about but i can't remember well it'll come to me but it was very likable cast too i like these characters i like gray and deacon yeah i do too i the characters are good. The presentation is good. I like the basic setup. Uh, now, found footage. We know how we feel about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we've discussed it many times. Jamie, I think for the most part, you like it, right? I love found footage. Yeah. yeah. For the most yeah, part. Yeah, I will never get tired of the genre <laughs> as long as the movie's good. Like, um, Right. You're never going to, like, I don't want to see anymore. I can't stand that damn, what was the Hangman movie? The... Gallows? Gallows, but you know, but <laughs> if it's something like exists, right. then I am ah. give me that all day long. Yeah, yeah, exists and is awesome. I I like what uh, Unfriended, the two Unfriendeds have done. I really I like do. the we're watching someone's screen, and if you can keep someone's interest for an hour, fifteen, twenty minutes, or longer with that as the as the presentation, then power to you because that's great. Yeah, You know, this is re very reminiscent of the show that's on TV right now. I don't know if anyone watches. It just wrapped up its first season, Evil. No. The show it. Evil. It's, it. it's on CBS. Same concept. Uh, one member works for the church, and they investigate these so-called miracles or strange things that are happening, and they have two other people that work for them. One's a uh, psychologist, and the, the other's like a, a technical guy, and they all they try to debunk or d decide if, you know, it's really a miracle or or a possession happening. And this film reminded me very much of that in a, in a good way. It was just like an extended episode of Evil, which I really enjoyed. And I got to say, the strength of this movie is in that third act. I agree with that. The third act is where it's at. 
Ooh, Lacey, yeah, man. what's your opinion on, on, on found footage in general? And, you know, I want to know. I don't think I've ever discussed. I, I have no idea how you feel about found footage. I'm going to predict that you don't like it. But let me hear. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I think uh, found footage movies are probably now the ones that probably scare me the most. Um, you know, um, paranormal activity. I don't care, uh, that first paranormal activity movie, the rest kind of get dumb, but that first one really scared me shitless. It like gave me nightmares. It triggered my sleep paralysis. Like it, it fucked with me in ways I didn't even, you know, uh, it, it, it's scary. Um, I feel like, um, yeah, I love the point of view of it. Um, yeah, I, I love found footage films like The Last Exorcism I love too. I, I don't know. <laughs> wow! See, that's what I'm saying. You, awesome. you all, you can't tell with Lacey Lou. I didn't think she was gonna like him, and she, she really or likes him. So, <laughs> Sorry. what I love, <laughs> we've talked about this on the on the show before. This is the slasher of the the '80s. Had slasher films left, right, and center, and right. from you know, although we can harken back to like Blair Witch and a few others before. Really, from Paranormal Activity and beyond, this has like been the biggest craze of the, the genre and zombies. And, and, yeah. And zombies. I never get tired of zombies or I don't either. I don't if like it's a good zombie movie, movies. If it's there a good go. movie, you'll there never you get, go. I'll never get tired of it ever. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. If it's good. I, I because I said earlier that I'm listening to the, our, our old top tops of the years, our, our, our very first that the exploding heads did our first year end thing was 2000, whatever it was, 15, whatever the hell year. I think it was 15. I I remember on that very show saying that um, I'm burnt out on zombies. And at the time I was, but what's happened since then is that the zombie movies that we have seen aren't like typical type zombie movies. They've been, they've gotten more creative with them the same way that found footage uh, movies have got more creative where they're instead of just shaky cam found footage, it's become more into the mockumentary type thing and they're, they're implementing new things and it's gotten better. Same thing I think with the zombies and all of them, not all of them, but a lot of the zombie movies that have made our lists have been like more intimate movies. They're not all about, you know, zombies running around typical stuff, but that's what I'm saying uh, as far as zombies. I know I'm going off topic, but you know, <laughs> you mean no, something well. like Maggie there maggie uh it stains the sands red um oh my there, god i love that movie me too there was those two the two they came out last year cargo were kind cargo, of, uh, cargo and ravenous ravenous and ravenous there was they, a they third typical the zombies. cured yeah. but I, the cure not typical yeah. but not hordes of zombies like world war z type stuff and like cargo the, was brilliant last year. oh that was so good yeah. so oh, okay so lacy yeah. Have you seen those movies? The, do, do you not like anything involving a zombie or are you I, tired I, of like running, not running, but like, no, I just don't zombie. like them at all. I don't like them oh. at all. Like okay. not like the walking dead is not my shit. Like, I, I don't know. It's just one of the, it's my least favorite subgenre. I think it's highly overrated. Like I don't care. I just, so, I just don't like it. That's, so, ah, I understand that. Though. No, I just, you know, I can't stand the term overrated. We've had this conversation. I, no, but I really do. I really like it's just not for me. And like to see it like rehashed and talked about so much. Is that a better word? It's rehashed. How about that? There you go. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just feel like it's, you know, it's just, it, I don't know. I, I can't get into it. I really do not like the subgenre. It's like my, like my least favorite horror films. I mean, I'm trying to think of, you know, Pet Cemetery is okay for a zombie film. You know, I like it when it's done differently, I guess. 
but um, you know, if it's creative, but if it's just like I, I did like the Dawn of the Dead remake, I guess. Oh, I, so I many that classic was zombies. I, it's just not it pains for me. me. Any chance it, Dan yeah. could come back? <laughs> Dan feels yeah. the same way. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, he just said 86, right? him. Yeah. He's 86. Any, any other podcasters in your house right now? <laughs> I got my dog. You know what I love is the Bring dead. Jewel on. I love that movie. That's what one movie? of my The Dead. It's one of my favorite movies. It's made by the Ford brothers. It actually went to Africa to make the movie. They almost fucking died while they're making the movie <laughs> from malaria. And um, they were robbed. But while they were doing it, like the first day they were there, they got mugged and all their film equipment got stolen. And like all their I mean, it just it is a the actual making of the film is just as harrowing as the film itself. But it's um, to me, it's a really good example of a of a it's a slow moving zombie movie, but it's kind of terrifying. Like it's it. Have you guys seen it? Yes. I've never even heard yes. of it. I've seen it. Okay. It had a sequel, too, right? Yeah, the sequel takes place in India, and it's pretty much the same movie, just yeah. in India. Um, I don't, I don't dislike the sequel, but it's just um, that I don't really feel like they do anything different with it. But holy crap, I, it's one of my all-time favorite zombie movies. I love it. Nice. Now I found the movie I was talking. It was from two thousand. Well, it says nineteen. It wasn't. It was two thousand eighteen. There was another found footage movie involving priests going somewhere, and the third act ended up being very similar to this. It was called The Devil's Doorway, from two thousand eighteen. Oh, I've seen that. Now, don't you see the compare? Like, I mean, yeah, a little different. In the fall of nineteen sixty, Father Thomas Riley and Father John Thornton were sent by the Vatican to investigate a miraculous event in an Irish home for fallen women, only to uncover something much more horrific, and. That movie was similar to this where, you know, like people were being sent somewhere to investigate something and what they find is much different, but the third act of both movies was very similar. And I remember a lot of people saw Devil's Doorway and at the time I, I was mentioning to people, well, it was good, but I think that the final prayer was better and a lot of people hadn't seen it. It seems like this movie's been, I don't know, kind of overlooked. I, I think this is definitely a little bit of an underrated film because I, I had never seen it before. I'd heard of it and heard it was good. But usually I don't love when it's, you know, the church going to investigate because then it's mm -hmm. usually something that's supernatural from the present. But I love the fact that they spend a large chunk of this movie, even even the church members, not Gray is actually the one who believes the most in what's going on. And he's I not know. even religious. Yeah. Yet the, yet the, the father... <laughs> Yeah. Mark and, and Deacon, who's, you know, basically our main character, are spending pretty much the whole movie debunking everything. Oh, well, this is how they did this. Amplifiers, subwoofers, microphones, you know, whatever, whatever fishing it may be. Line, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Fishing, yeah, exactly. And you see the you see uh, Father Krellick running around. So you think that he's they think that he's uh, manipulating things at times. I love that because you don't know if it's supernatural. When it goes supernatural from the start, it's when it kind of loses me. Well, because you're, yeah. you're right. They develop the characters, so you, yeah. and they don't just give you everybody at the, out of the gate. You're 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 with that the first filmmaker. He's setting everything up. Then you get the uh, father. Well, first, or, first you get that flashback, which I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize that was the scene at. Um, was that the scene at? Is it the the? Um, are you talking when about he's yelling that 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 Fresnetti is dead? That was back in Bella. Oh, that's what that yeah. was. See, that's uh, I'm gonna, and anyone that's listening that has not seen this movie or tried to watch it, there are no subs. 
in the fucking in the intro. There are no subtitles in this movie. Not on the DVD. Three lines they say. I understand, but when you first start watching a movie and the first two minutes someone's speaking another language, and you think you might be in trouble here. That you know what I mean? Because Christine said something today. She goes, "I tried to watch it before, but I didn't. It didn't have subs." And I go, "Listen, you should have hung in because I thought the same thing." But no, it's it's actually English. It's just that first minute. But it's unusual not to see subtitles. But nowhere. They, they just do not exist. Because I looked. They have it on Hoopla. They have it on Tubi. So I looked around. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It's, that's just the way the movie's made. So uh, if anybody watches it, just remember the first minute or so is in another language. And Yeah, and that opening scene of Deacon going crazy is obviously, it has to be in the past based on how this movie plays out, and it's the scene in Bellum, because they talk about Bellum throughout the movie, and then he references, they talk about that he was there, and he references that Father Fresnetti, you know, was in critical condition, and that all the others had disappeared, where they're later found in the jungle. And even that, they talk about the... Uh, you know, the, the the poisoning and maybe the locals being involved. So they're even debunking, you know, that. And I just, I thought it was really creative and well done. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of deep story in this. Yeah, and, and most found footage movies won't go to the depth of the characterization or, or after when, when shit's starting to hit the fan, when the priest does what he does later on and they go back yeah. to the local bar and they're not serving Oh, yeah, them. yeah. And... and Again, a great sequence. The town yeah. folk are, are pissed off and they're not going to serve them anymore. And, uh, and, and it was going to become a big problem. And they had to calm them. Uh, you had to calm the priest down and everything else and, and, and get out of there. I thought that's great. Like these are scenes that you would not normally see in a movie like this. You'd see it in a regular film, but they play it well because they're always wearing the cameras on their heads that they yeah. forget about. So it works. And you know, you don't know how it's going to play out either. It's really well done. They tell the backstory of the last minister in the 1880s who who uh, was the last minister before the church closed for a while and how God told them to start an orphanage and all that. And obviously hmm. you're hearing that baby crying throughout. Uh, and, uh, they, they give you just enough and they give you all these different things going on that you really don't know how it's going to play out, which is what makes the third act so exciting. And I just thought that ending where well, yeah. it's not it's not usually an ending I would love. Ooh. I absolutely loved it. Well, you're uh, throughout. You're like, is it ghosts? Is it you know? Which is honestly, I think for the most for the most of the film, that's where you're that's where you're going with it. You know, the strange noises, the things moving, the babies crying. You know, it's it's very paranormal, like very ghosty. Yeah. So then, when what it actually does hit you with the what is really going on, it's like a slap in the face. You're like, oh my god. They supposedly were in, like, a cave locale for that end. Uh, I read up, I don't know if it was just on IMDb or or on Wikipedia or whatever, but they said that they a lot of their fear and emotion came from the fact of just being in tight. Like, one of my biggest fears is, is oh, claustrophobic, like, always... being contained mm. and trying to get... If I got stuck... In a cave or mm-hmm. or something like that, I I lose it. Shoot me! Shoot about me right drowning, away. drowning, Dave, is your biggest fear. That would be the end for me. I would drowning and rocking out. horses. <laughs> I I can't. Whoa! Uh-oh. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Cattle killing a camp? <laughs> yeah, this is, my lord. Um, I can't stand not being able to move. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, like if you ever go to get like an MRI done or get like not ultrasound, but um, 
uh, one done this week. You some know, pictures. <laughs> and, yeah. and they're like, okay, you have to lay perfectly still. You know, oh. that yeah. freaks me out. It just, it makes me want to move that much more. <laughs> I know. And, and it's like watching the descent, you know, when they're squeezing through the yep. little tight places in oh. the descent. I just, I can't, I can't. Like, if I can't move my arms and legs, it just, it, I'll start to panic. Oh. Yeah. So Even if they... I knew it was perfectly safe, if I was just an actor in this film and I knew there were people around who would help me, um, no, I, I, I would freak out. Um, right. Like the end of uh, the Blair Witch movie, the new one, yeah. where she's like in the hole and then she goes and tunnels her way through or like, you know, crawls through the thing. Nope. 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 <laughs> Nope, oh, that's I awful. Did. You know, <laughs> I'm with like, you. Like it? being pulled into a chat group. Nope. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> nope. Peace out. Jamie J. Salmon says left the group. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys even noticed. That is so funny. I. I didn't even know you noticed. I just that happened I did to that. be. I happened to be in the chat the one day, and I saw Mike. Mike has added Jamie, and you just wrote, nope, and the guy looked like, what just happened here? It's like Montgomery. Remember Montgomery, Jamie? Oh, God. <laughs> he used to add us to all these groups, and then we'd leave, and then he'd add us again, and oh, we got into it with him. Oh, it was great. <laughs> so oh, at the end, are they being consumed? Yes. Are they being digested? They're in it's the like belly of the beast. Yeah. Oh, what? Really? Like black pit. No, it's not. But it's I mean... Also- no, but, but it's an ingestion, is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. They're yeah. in the well, belly of the beast. When he's, when he's saying that it's burning, it's because the acid, yeah. the, yeah. the acid, the stomach acid is, like, eating That's... them away. So, uh, and it, it's really well done, uh, but it was like a what the fuck moment. They're okay. inside it, this pagan god that they've been sacrificing all these children to. I had no idea that. That's, that's why I loved it, because usually when it is supernatural in the end, so I don't like it. But this time I was like, oh, my God, that is so horrifying and awesome yeah. and they're screaming and burning and he's screaming yeah. deacon oh, you said you said we you said we'd be okay or something i forgot what he says but gray is yelling wow. at deacon he's like you said it'd be, it'd be okay the I'm not am, am i the only one am i the only one that didn't know that really no Gracie? i'm with okay. you dave okay. um, oh, thank but you. this is gonna this is gonna have to be one of those movies that i have to rewatch because i felt like I, I was just like, okay, well, I, I I think I understand it, but then like I didn't understand it at all. So like you guys explaining that like makes me want to go back and rewatch and see where I got lost. <laughs> wow, yeah, and it's really it is well, really I mean, to be upsetting. fair. To be fair, they hit you with that at the end. Like it's not like they yeah. drop clues or anything along the way where you could you know you're looking for it. Um, that, I was so tripping not... out on the skulls, Jamie. That was my thing. I saw those little baby skulls oh, there, and, yeah, shit, and I was far tripping far. out on that. I'm like, oh man, what the hell's happening here? And then yeah, you you don't expect because they hear the other guys screaming. They they go they go in there after him. They're like climbing through the thing. You don't expect that to happen, you know. And then all of a sudden, they're <laughs> they're just yeah. being digested, and they can't get. Oh, when he that is says insane. when <laughs> yeah. he says. It's closed on this end now. Like it's, I can't, I can't yeah. get out. The end is oh. closed. That to me, I was just, and then, uh, oh my God. Like that just Oof. ran all over me. That, it just, that meant they crawled in his butt and his sphincter closed behind <laughs> this, him. This, <laughs> this is scary. Now it did bring up a couple questions though about the Starlight Pit. Because while I was watching this, I was thinking about one, 
how does the Sarlacc pit digest people over a thousand years? Because we die before that naturally anyway. <laughs> and where does it? And where does it shit? And if I'm being digested for a thousand years, I don't care because I'm already long dead. Yeah. Um, and second of all, who knows that? Like, how do they know that? C-3PO. Like, <laughs> he's all-knowing. Yes. <laughs> but this, no, seriously, though, I, the, right, my okay. question about this movie is how are we watching this footage? Oh, oh yeah. Because wouldn't, wouldn't the equipment have been digested as well? It's, or at least ruined? Dave, who would normally come up with these complaints? <laughs> Me. I'd be like, who edited this damn movie? <laughs> Who's at the master switch controller? Where's the feed going to? And yeah, where did the found footage get found if they're digested? But the I let it go. On top. I the let it go. The old I mean, I do too. From the Vatican. Uh, Ultimately, no, he, I let it go too. He but. died too. He was down in the caves dead. I didn't see him. I didn't know that. I thought he was. Because all of a sudden, this is what's weird. When when they're at the climax of this film, all of a sudden there's this big explosion, and then all of a sudden they're below. And I'm like, well, I just accepted it. It's super. They went. They went down to look for Father Calvino, who Gray said he saw run down there. In fact, they find Calvino's cross down there. That's why they're down there in the first place. And you can hear him yelling, right? He's sobbing. Mark is yelling. Mark, the other one, who's bleeding from the ear the whole movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's with that? Does that make any sense in retrospect? The ear thing. Mm, I, I I think it just. I don't know. I think yeah, it was I just, just an actual, it. as actual physical damage. I don't think oh, it okay. had any implication to it. Sustained an injury with, the, okay, because they did fall back and, okay, that's fine. I just thought that usually when something like that happens, it leads to something greater, you know, it's, okay. Well, that's and, fine. And so was it the kids that set the sheep on fire? Because they make the of joke. Of course, because they were laughing about it. Later on. Yeah. 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 That so was very, yeah, very unsettling. That scream. I didn't like that at all. Creep, I had to leave the, well, I knew it was coming because this is probably like the third time I've seen this movie. Oh, wow. And uh, so I knew it was coming. So as soon as they sit down to the dinner table and they're, oh. and then like you hear a noise, I'm like, oh, well, I got to go. Uh, I got to go wash my face. So, like, and I leave the room. <laughs> oh, that's and uh, Brian knows not to pause the movie because there's a reason I'm leaving the room. And I like, I'll be right back. Um, like, yeah. even though I know what happens, oh. I don't need to see it or hear it again. Like, I, it it ruined me the first time. So I was like, I don't need to see it. Because it disturbs yeah, yeah. the hell Kid out of crawling me. scream. Like, it, it really. It was awful. Like, they, they, I think they really set a sheep on fire for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am think I read at the end, only punch. one animal was harmed during the making of the <laughs> I'm so oh, glad he punched the shit out of that kid. I wish he'd beaten uh, all great scene and when he's like that was uncalled for they're just kids i'm like yeah they're fucking sheep murdering kids and i can i will run over them with my car yeah any kid who sets an animal on fire is not just a kid i'm sorry i agree they're old enough to know better and then think it's funny you know get the fuck out of here another good red herring though too to have them there so again another thing like well is it the town you know like is you know before we get the big reveal that there is actually, you know, a supernatural pagan god devouring people. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's so Lovecraftian. Yeah, yeah that, you're right. I thought about that. I'm like, you probably love it because of that. I do. Yeah. Wow. See, because I didn't know that that was the, the outcome. I didn't think about that. But yes, wow. That's freaking crazy. You Did know, you? Um, I didn't even know about this movie when it came out. The only way that I ended up watching it was because Duncan and Bo covered it on Duncan and Bo Come Correct. It was like their very first season of that show. It was oh. one of the early movies that they covered. 
And I I didn't know anything about it. I'd never heard of it. I think it was on the same episode with um, Afflicted or Affliction. Oh, another good what's, found footage. What's that yeah. found footage? Oh, I love Afflicted. Okay. Where he goes, yeah. I like think it's on the same. Travels. Yes. Yeah, Afflicted, yeah. yeah. I think it's on the same episode as that movie. And I had never heard of it. So I immediately, because they talked about it so glowingly, I immediately looked for it, and I was blown away. Like, the, this movie, I think, is just so incredibly well done. And to me, it's genuinely scary. By the time we get to the end, like, everything is just like a roller coaster. It's just going. And um, when, you, when, it, when you finally, the realization hits you what's happening to them, it is horrifying. I think, anyway. Combining my, two of my worst fears, you know, being claustrophobic and being eaten by a pagan devil. <laughs> yeah, well, that's legit. <laughs> <laughs> number one and number two, right then. <laughs> this is Damn, the, I'm these just are the movies that, Yeah. Well, it's just, these are the films that make that found footage subgenre stand out. These are the, You right. want to see more films like this uh, that are great examples uh, of the of the subgenre, repeat myself again, but uh, I want more movies like this for sure. I'm glad it's on your list now, retrospectively, because uh, when yes, I saw it, it I'm like, this one definitely deserves to be on it. It is like, on the list. I wish I would have had more time to do a second viewing of it, to be honest, because I feel like it kind of calls for that. Um, you know, it's set up really well, and I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm kind of stupid because I, I, I like I was kind of just left at the ending. I was just like okay, that's up for interpretation. And, you know, I, the, it's also, like, makes it a good movie, though, too. Like, so it's like, I just want to rewatch it. <laughs> right. Well, listen, I watched it twice, and I didn't get it. So Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and it usually takes me two views. So I guess in this case, it takes three. Because I, I want to go back just to see how they came to that conclusion. Because I didn't, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's something you it, guys saw quite, or they no, said. I mean, because he's saying it's moving and the way he starts mm -hmm. stabbing at the sides, he's, it's stabbing through like the stomach. It's like soft. Yeah, it clearly really? looks looks alive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's also, it looks like skin on them and then they're, and then their skin's kind of, oh, it's, yeah, because they're stabbing and the ass is yeah. down. Oh, yeah. It's burning. <laughs> it's burning. The way his hand is hand like completely kind of, burned yeah. up. Oh. So if you look at ass, the cave drawings earlier too. I saw that. Yeah. It's like they're kind of funneling the babies into something. Like mm. it looks like, I mean, it's very rudimentary, obviously, because they're cave drawings, but it looks like they, it, it kind of looks like they're, I don't think you maybe necessarily get that at the time, but then after once you see the end and then like you get it and then you go back and watch it, that's what, it'll kind of help drive it home. So I guess maybe they have been laying down clues, but you just, the first time you watch it, you're not going to pick up on them because you don't, you don't, as far as you know, there's no reason to. But um, they have the that drawing and then they have that little model that, what, that they find that has, it looks like the toothy spiral, you know, talking about like in the cave. Mm -hmm. They find yeah. what looks like a toothy spiral looking thing. It's almost like a model of it. I don't know. But um, I don't really know what the point of that was. But it. Um, Which is clues or hints that I think you're getting. To. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, when they're in it, it, it looks to me like it's moving around. He says it's moving around. And then it, to, it looks like it has soft sides, you know, like kind of like an esophagus or, you know, uh, something. 
Wow. Okay. So it what is. about the priest then? How does that figure in? I'm thinking all this religious stuff. How come the priest did what he did? And then how come the deacon was able to hear the priest after he was gone? And then all that other, and, and how come those things were moving on the pulpit and all that stuff? And why was the priest on the outside of that window looking in and they thought that he was trying to make it happen and that it was a hoax and there was another, more proof that it was a hoax? How does that tie in to, to the ultimate reveal? That's where I'm more confused. That it wasn't, it wasn't a fake. No, the priest, the priest wasn't lying. That's... But why would the priest do that and how could the priest be heard from the deacon after he's dead? If, it's, if it has nothing to do with the devil or anything demonic or supernatural, how is any of that possible? When we get to the, our end, which which priest? Father the one who committed suicide. Yes. Um. I, well, you know, why are we hearing the babies cry? Exactly. And um, there's dead babies. I get that, but him. Yeah, I don't think you. Okay, maybe I'm not explaining it. It. The priest. What reason would the priest have to do? Why would he commit suicide? How's that? Is the nothing demonic here? And they're investigating. So you would think that maybe, you know, a Satan was in his head or something or other. I just don't see the, the suicide part making sense. And then after he's dead, how come Deacon hears him and he's talking to him? I think the priest commits suicide because he's terrified. He keeps praying to God and nothing's happening. This evil presence is still there. He knows it's not a hoax. He's reached the end of his line. So kind and of how come like he martyrs. was outside the window? Martyrs? I think he just happened to be outside the window. It's just, a, yeah. a, you know, a, a you know, a... Like a, a movie, a, the, yeah, miss, yeah, exactly. And why did he run away, act, acting suspiciously? Then maybe he was peak. <laughs> why are you acting suspiciously? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. Like it all looks like it le it's leading to something devil, supernatural type thing. And then if you guys are telling me that it's something else, I'm like, well, why would there be any communication? And why would all that stuff happen? Why, what about the cross on the pulpit? Just the cross twice not being knocked off the pulpit. To me, that that screams freaking demonic spiritual shit being taken place at this parish. Well, but I, now I, I think yeah. it's misdirection. I think that yeah. uh, I get that, but why? It doesn't make sense. Practicality purposes, they want you. To, the filmmakers want you to think that it's something supernatural and maybe something the, ghost. Ghostly maybe the demonic. beast farted. Maybe the beast farted. I in think the, uh, that. Cross fell off. I think it's the creature getting restless, and and within exactly. the film, I think it's the creature getting restless and moving around, and then every time you know he moves, it kind of moves the whole thing. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the explanation for that. As far as the babies hmm. crying and the, I even said because I was asking the same questions. I had the same conversation with Brian. I'm like, but why if it's not ghostly? Why do we have you know the why are the babies crying and why you know. Other than them trying to point us in a different direction, what's the point? And then I, I came up with everything from the creature is like those flowers in, um, in not, I always want to say turistas. No, the, the, the ruins, the ruins yeah. um, <laughs> you know, where it's just like, it's like bait, you know? It baits people to get them to come down there by having babies cry. So people, it's will a, come it's, down a devil. Oh, it's a devil. It's a devil. Devil can pull trickery. So it, yeah, I mean, I think it's not like it's a totally mindless thing. I think it is sentient in that it plans things. I don't know, but that's just the best I can come up with. Other than that, there are ghosts. The other only other explanation is that there are ghosts too. 
And I don't really think that makes sense. You know? <laughs> right. So. That's what I'm saying. That that kind of takes it down for me a little bit. I, I, I like a misdirection when it can be explained at the end of the film. And like, okay, well, I can see that happening. This makes sense. It, it, you can connect the dots a certain way. But when you do something and then the end result doesn't, doesn't add up the right way. I don't I know. Think you're, I think you're overlooking that. I think it's quite simple. I think you you got a, a demonic being here, a devil, a devil god that's is trapped it demonic under- though? Yeah, it's a devil god. It was a pagan devil god that uh, <laughs> Mandeville was sacrificing babies to in the 1880s because he thought he was told to open an orphanage, and then he he uh, he kind of switched and became evil and started feeding the babies to well, this. See, maybe he was told to open the orphanage, but by that thing, right. so he was yeah. It so it, it kind of puppets people, exactly. and by having them hear things like babies crying or yeah. whatever you know I, I think it does whatever it needs to do to get exactly food. the fact that there's a giant beast living underneath a church in a cave i i can buy the fact that it can manipulate the sounds <laughs> of baby crying or or you know i i like the i well, totally evil. agree that the restlessness like the of the being yeah the restlessness of this being is also making everything move i like that theory completely and the priest yeah. is just getting the father, Father Krellick, who commits suicide, is just getting more and more frustrated that they're not believing him. And he's suspicious. You know, he is suspicious, but he's also <laughs> he's also he's also strung out. I mean, he's running away in church at night, praying to God. You know, he wants help, and he must feel abandoned by the fact that he's not getting any help, and that's why he commits suicide. You don't think yeah, an I... evil being underneath the church, Dave, could have this make all this happen? Are you hung up about the the sounds of the baby and and that stuff. Because- no, I don't care about the sounds of the. I just don't get why now. So for some reason, this thing just decides to start making a couple noises now while the priests are there. Wouldn't shouldn't it wait well, for the freaking the- congregation to get filled and then get a real meal? <laughs> well, the church. <laughs> well, if it's if it does it too out in the open, then it's not going to work. Yeah, it has to be you know kind of strategic about how it does things. Um, and then the church was closed for a while, so yeah. Um, it's got to be hungry as fuck. Yeah, that, that bookshelf things... was that bookshelf was locked off, so it hasn't eaten for a long time. What I did like about this movie is, you know, the relationship between uh, Deacon and Gray, yeah. um, because I feel yeah. like, it, it, you know, I feel like they're relatable, and I feel like, you know, it's kind of the way that the the director set this up. It's like we were going through the motions with them, and. You know, like once the reveal at the end does happen, now that I feel like I understand it, uh, you know, because it was almost like it was over their heads as well. And I'm thinking it's like going to be like an exorcism type of movie or, you know, something along those lines. And then it's just completely something else. And does that make sense? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I'm with you. Yeah. I don't think they realize the power of this because Which, even the fa- the father they bring in from the Vatican at the end, you know, doing this yeah. banishing ritual, it just, I think they don't realize what they're dealing with here. Yeah, I think they thought it was what I thought it was going to be, which was, you know, like a simple, like, demonic movie. Yeah. And and it wasn't at all. So, like, yeah. with you guys explaining it, like, I feel like I understand it now. Yeah. Like, be gone, evil presence, and here's this demon god that's, you know, beyond all powerful. And it's like, oh. Your simple prayers will not work here. I, and I Man. always say this. It's funny when Dave gets hung up on something that I never thought was an issue. <laughs> because he, it, But now, but now has it become an issue for you too? No, not really. I, I'm okay. question, I am questioning it when I wasn't before, but right. it's not taking That's my enjoyment of the movie down. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dock at points for it because overall it was effective, and it yeah. was scary, and I and I like the characters and I like what they did, how they presented the found footage. I have I'm zero not... issues with it. I I really can't. I really. Okay, what about the recording thing? How come, remember, they set up all those speakers and they were doing those, like, EVP-type recordings when one speaker was here and one was there and they were only getting noises here with the frequency and all that? All that, to me... The baby cries is where they... They were just baby cries? Okay. They're hearing the sound coming from one wall, but it's, again, we're dealing with something that can... Trickery. Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. I'm not saying it's it's knocking my rating down because my rating kind of went up a little when I hear... The end result, because that's a lot cooler than just you know them being underground for no reason, and and now that and that's fine. So now it's just kind of staying the same. I would like it to go up because of how impressed I was by the revelation of what's really at, at play here. But it can't because I had these little tiny issues with it. But whatever, I do fun. like the characters. Which is fine. Yeah, I do like the characters. I, I like Deacon. I like the way right off the bat with Krellick when he comes in there and, and he says something like, um, I thought I, I, and Krellick says, I thought I would be uh, underdressed. And his attitude was like, you know, you gotta be, you know, grace. He says something and then grace to the humble, basically saying I'm a deacon, but I'm not going to walk around and I'm not into all that pageantry. This is not the way it's intended. You know, he has a good attitude about, about religion. He is a religious man. You know what I mean? He does believe, but he's not into, you know, the pageantry of it all and all that gaga. So, which, is, which again, and I, I, again, I'm broken record here of saying you don't usually get this type of characterization in a found footage film. I'm generalizing, of course. I know sure. there's other films that are out there that do it, but most of the ones I've I, I've seen are mostly there for the the setup, and then of course all the the ghostly payoffs, like you, even Paranormal Activity, Lacey, and we all I think agree that it's effective, but they're not really deep characters. Yeah. In the first movie, the husband and the wife, they're not really, it's just two people in your phone. That's kind of how that one works is it just could be anybody and they just yeah. have to make them interesting enough. But this one, you actually get some characterization and usually we don't in these. So I get yeah, That's it. a good point. Yeah, we do get it. And, and, <laughs> and we get, and here's what I like. I like that. They're, I like, I like movies when people come out and, and they're skeptics. You know what I mean? They come out and they're, they're there to, you know, to disprove something. And even though they're, you know, men of the cloth and they, they, they have to believe in certain things, they still come out there and they're like, okay, we're skeptics here. We're, we're here to prove something isn't happening. And then it ends up, you know, that they're wrong. I, I, there's not a whole lot of movies that do it, but some do. And a lot of times they're found footage. People come out and they have like a, a, a goal, like the possession of Michael King was one of them. And, um, what was the other one? The guy came out. He tried to the possession of Rodney King. <laughs> yeah, him too. That was the same joke, wasn't it? And then we had a bunch of other kings that you rolled off. Oh yeah, yeah we can't go down that road again. What's well, Black History Month? The possession of Martin Luther King. Not Martin Luther. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of Martin Luther, yeah, listen to what I did. I cheated on my uh, social studies exam in 11th grade because I never paid attention in school. So anyway, we got to the end, and one of the questions on, on the exam was talk about Martin Luther. So I just tried to freaking bamboozle him, and I wrote all about Martin Luther King instead. <laughs> <laughs> just in case they came back and said, hey, you got this wrong. I said, no, what are you talking about? This is true about him. You know, but... Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was trying to bamboozle adults even. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Every time I think of Martin Luther, because I still don't know who that is, because I never pay attention to social studies. But I knew who Martin Luther King was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. That, that made me think of that. Oh, well, it's been a long show, so I'm going to try to move things along and say, does anybody have anything else to add? Final thoughts? Write-ins? Final prayers. <laughs> right on, you beat me to it. Final prayers. Awesome. Nice. Well, do you guys um, like the title, The Borderlands, or The Final Prayer better? Like, what do you think? The Final, final prayer, prayer for me. I don't think either are great. How's that? Yeah. I only ever knew it as the Borderlands until fairly recently, and then I learned that Final Prayer was the American title. Right. But I had only ever known it as the Borderlands, and I kind of like that because it's like the border <laughs> between this world and the this other world that we actually coexist with. We just don't know it. Oh, that's even but, bad. Oh. Yeah, I actually makes me like it more, too. It's just it's such a generic. If you type it into IMDb, yeah. a thousand things pop up other than this movie. You yeah, type actually, in Final yeah. Prayer, boom, it pops up yeah. immediately. Yeah, after that but, explanation of Borderlands, I'm yeah. actually going to uh, stick with Final Prayer. Can Pearl. I switch my vote? I'm switching my vote. <laughs> I'm with you, Team Jamie. Jackass. What? What? Okay. What, Christian? I'm on Team Jamie. Aww, he, he was being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. It's got to be him. Hey, we can be swayed. We're not too proud to be swayed. It does happen. I think it's a good thing <laughs> that either. when he makes smart-ass comments. Like, I think that means that... You're in. At, that I fit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed with a lot of things that have been said on this show tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Th- thank you. I knew that wasn't directed at me. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So, All right. final thoughts and ratings? That's going to be a thing now, huh? Do, do we steal that from someone or does someone else say that in the show? No, final we thoughts? invented that. We invented that too? <laughs> and even if we did steal it, it's now ours. Anything we do, we've invented it. Someone does that, Jamie? Or no? Somebody, I think it's a YouTube channel. Who wins their YouTube oh. reviews with? And now I'll be right back with my final thoughts and rate. Oh, it's Bloodbath and Beyond. Isn't it Jerry Springer? Yep, that's, well, that's final thought. Yeah, that's <laughs> final thought. Yeah, that's what but he Blood says. Bath and, Blood Bath and Beyond says final thoughts and ratings. I do it in all my reviews. Do you? Final thoughts? Yeah. If you, I, I haven't ratings? written in a long time, but yeah, I. Well, I don't do a rating in the in pop horror, but I always say final thought. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Well, we didn't like final rate. thoughts. <laughs> final like thoughts. Nobody. Yada 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 yada. I yeah. love this. He got stabbed in the leg. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone. All right. Well, you guess you get to go first. Uh, Lacey, you know, go ahead. Like I, FTNR. Uh, this is going to be one of those movies. Like I, I said, it's going to benefit from a rewatch for me. Like a lot did go over my head, unfortunately. Um, so I, I don't know if that's the mark of the fact that it's so it's going to be a rewatch. We'll see. Um, but for me, it kind of just missed the mark. Like, I did like the, you know, the shots, the the style, and the two actors were really good. Um, but I, it just missed the mark for me, I guess. So I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Not great, but it's okay. But didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. <laughs> That's okay. No like, it, it, it was a 5. And then you guys talking, like, I, I need to go back and rewatch it. 
Jamie's got yep. sweet potatoes a beckoning, so we don't want to keep her waiting. <laughs> they take a while. It's okay. I I roast them slow so they get really sweet. Damn it! Um, You're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know what? I really don't have any issues with this film. There are a couple of things that I that I bounce back and forth like, why this? I wonder why this. In the end, they don't hurt it for me. It just give it's something to be curious about. I really, really, really do enjoy this one. So um, I'm going to say like a 9.5. And Brian loves it too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Don't yeah, tell him my rating. I don't want this him to hate me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. I don't think that would be the reason. If you did not I'm kidding. She knows I'm fucking with her because we actually hang out a lot. But um... I love Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right, go on. Awesome. Oh, that's it. I'm done. It's a Dave, good okay. I'm almost interested in seeing what Dave has to say now, too, because he seems to be kind of torn, and I feel it's on he the low. He sad. Yeah. I don't think he liked it. I think he's at a seven. No, no I, I liked little... it. I think he's going to give it an eight, but I think he wants to give it more than that. I, I oh. think he's going to give it a six. All right, let's see. <laughs> I, I, I'm going with eight. I said I'm seven actually, in the middle. Well, there you go. I, I, I'm right in between the guys here. I'm, yeah. uh, 7.5. Seven, seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Nothing yeah, changed. That's closer to eight. Unless one of the prices is right, then I overbid. <laughs> you lose. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I do want to say that there was a great jump scare in this movie when that freaking crucifix jumped off the wall and Christ collapsed. Oh, man, that was freaking Christ crazy. Yeah. The power be... of Christ collapses. Yeah. That should be a bad well, name. Christ it was collapses. Impactful. Yeah, because that the cross didn't just fall off the wall, but Christ himself crumbled. He collapsed. He, he snapped in half and went down. It was like and it was a that a would big have been a better thing. that would have been a better name for the film than Final Prayer or Borderlands. Christ collapses. <laughs> You're right, <laughs> man. I tell you, Dan, what did you rate the Final Prayer? Uh! <laughs> he didn't like. It. <laughs> That's a good rating. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to edit that out. So, <laughs> one dollar. Dan Chase finally makes an appearance. <laughs> I'm kidding, it. Dan. Uh, Brandon, you go last because I think you enjoy, probably enjoyed it uh, almost as much as Jamie, if not more. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go in right at an eight. Enjoyable found footage film, scary, and and the end was really tense, for sure. Oh. Man, I could just nice. imagine filming it and not wanting to be there <laughs> <laughs> at all. You know, even though I feel I have a grasp on this film, I do feel a rewatch will help me better solidify a final score. But for a first time viewing, I really enjoyed the characters. I love that third act and that ending. The sheep scene is, is one of the more terrifying scenes Oof. I've seen in a movie recently. Really, like, blood-curdling yeah. screams. I don't know how they recreated those like they i think they really killed the sheep i'm still convinced um oh. solid eight out of ten no yeah i, I hope not. <laughs> solid eight out of ten for first time viewing oh, but it could oh, definitely okay, cool. go high yeah i thought i really thought you were gonna be higher than i was so but that's awesome yeah it made me want to have a poo actually <laughs> did you hear when he said that oh. in the movie yeah. he's like oh, I'm going to take the thing out when I have a poo I'm like have a poo I'm going to start using that for I, said, I, I actually told that is so British it is so incredibly British to say have a poo that's yeah. amazing 
have a poop. Great, Gray's comedy for some reason. Maybe his look too. He just reminded me of John Oliver. I said I the like, same thing. Did, did you? I, I did. I was like, you tell oh. him John Oliver. Well, we're like, yeah, right. I'm like John <laughs> Oliver's. Is, that made me really enjoy because I'm like, I like this guy's comedy. I'm like, <laughs> that's Damn. awesome. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Guy. Okay, so that's so funny that you said that. That's exactly. Now that's three of us. Because yeah. I thought the same thing to my I actually had to look him up going, was he maybe in a horror film before he went into <laughs> late night comedy? I'm like, nope, not him. But it looked exactly like him. Is everybody okay, by the way? Yeah. Sound like something collapsed. No, that wasn't <laughs> Is Dan still was alive? It, was it? Uh, Dan, they want to know if you're alive. Dan, how did you mess up breathing. dinner? How did you mess up ordering dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, actually, the Chinese was delivered. Yeah, baby. <laughs> like oh, great. Chinese. Coronavirus now. Oh, what? Didn't you say something about the coronavirus yesterday? Well, it was kind of funny. I may have it. Why would you <laughs> may have it? <laughs> it was kind of funny. Waka waka. I thought you were. You thought you said something funny about it, but now I don't. And I'm, I, I probably at, did. I looked at you and I was funny. like, sometimes you're funny. Oh, baby. Okay, he bye. Said something oh, about. Get, getting a lighter version of the virus by drinking Corona Lights. Oh. No. Yeah. And on that note, everybody. And on that note, goodbye. <laughs> We're all together. <laughs> what a show. What a show. What a time. I had a great blast. Stuff. I yes, did too, too. It was a great show, seriously. You know, yes. coronavirus goes hand in hand with Lyme disease. Oh. oh. That was way better than Dar- uh, the Brandon's show. And Darren's. <laughs> Yes, it was. Coronavirus <laughs> is better with some Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. That's rough. Damn. That's a great joke. We found your really replacement. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank um, you. Thank you for joining thank you, us. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. It, it was a great time. Uh, the first time we've done anything with DC. You we know? went off for an open invitation, but we did that with Watson, and you see what's happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Well, let, let's give them a, a chance to hock their wares out, out the door. So um, yeah. tell tell us where we can find you. So. You. Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Iowa. Iowa. Okay. Well, er, you can er, find her in Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Cut to the Chase uh, with Dan Chase, who you just heard. I don't know if you're going to edit his bitch ass out yet or not, but... Um, <laughs> Um, and then uh, a new podcast with uh, Derek B. Uh, they're here where we're talking like underrated films. And um, am I on anything else? Okay. <laughs> That's it. Good. Oh, Choose and I write for pophorror.com. Word. There you cool. go. Awesome. And Jamie, let's hear it. Uh, well, Dave, you know that I do the ABCs of Hidden Horror. I've heard. With you <laughs> and Brian. <laughs> And then uh, I recently brought back Liken It, and Brian was gracious enough to join me on that. And I'd also do the Married with Children podcast, which drops every Wednesday, where we talk about every episode. I am on Cinema Beef pretty sporadically these days, but I try. And that's just any genre. We talk about whatever. Liking it. I'm loving it. Yes. Wow. When I first told when I first told Jason Lloyd about the title when I, years ago when I wanted to start that podcast, and I was like, "This is the name," and he's like, "I don't like it." I'm like what? He's Aww. like, "Nobody's nobody's gonna get it." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Of course they're gonna get it." Well, then when we released it, because I was adamant, because I'm right. Um, when we <laughs> released it, everybody was like, "Oh my god, I love the name!" Blah blah. And I was like, "See." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. so you, 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 you have a cinema beef now with uh, Jason <laughs> 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 Brandon's striking gold. Every now and then, he's, he's pissed <laughs> off that you one up them. And now he has to come back Aww. strong. Oh, that lime joke. That's a great <laughs> joke. That's... Man. He's not going to sleep tonight, Jamie. This is fantastic for me. <laughs> Nightmares. Like, I told you women were fucking funny. You went Corona light when Lange was there? <laughs> Just stab him in the leg. <laughs> Leave her alone. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think that's it. I wasn't sure. I, and I, I, well, I don't know anymore either. Right? There you go. I don't know anymore. I, I never know. Yeah, I don't know. Good thing Venom's not on here now. Oh. We have another hour left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, True. What a great start to the month. That's awesome. We're, yeah, we're, great yeah. show. Well, thank yeah. you guys oh, thank for the invitation. That means a lot to me. Well, it really does. Um, yeah, I've always... I love you guys. I love your show, regardless of what you may think. And um, <laughs> and to be like at the top of the list when you, or you know what I mean, it, to be like the first when you. I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. What I mean is to be the like, the, the first one to get to come. Uh, Jesus Christ! You're on. You're in. You're in. Fuck Watson. Fuck every. You're the first on. <laughs> the first what? Like woman, because you don't have women on your show. So well, now we do. To be on here with Lacey, that's really really cool, and that means a lot to me. So, well, to be and like Jamie is podcast royalty to me, and like it's just so humbling when I get to listen and talk to her. Like I feel like she makes me a better podcaster. So thank you for you know having her on with me as well. Like I just love recording with her. Well, and not tonight. <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> Lacey? I this is. This is me. What do you asshole. mean? I just gotta say every, I, everything learning. everything you two ladies just said was sweeter than a honey nipple. <laughs> I'm, I'm still drinking honey nipple. But not honey as yummy tea. as a honey dick. <laughs> oh that note, we gotta just end it right awesome. there. That was beautiful. That's it. Thanks, I had guys. My, yeah, it was awesome. I um mwah. Thank you guys again. Love you very much. Thank we'll do it guys. again. And speaking of princesses, I wanna make one quick dedication on the way out i want to dedicate this very episode to my little girl who we just had to put down pepita 15 years old it was a very um it was a a a really crazy experience for me i didn't think it was going to affect me as much as it did but i realized i told my wife the other day said you know what i go this is the first time anybody that i've ever lived with in all my years of life has passed away (laughs) and i live with this girl for the past you know nine years every single day so it definitely affected me, and uh, yeah. So this is for you, Papita. Love you, baby. And, uh, we love you. Aww, All right, yeah. Papita. So somebody crack a joke now, so we can go out on a real high note. But I had to do that because that's Papita. I'm be- sorry, but and this is a, a loving memory. But I'm still thinking. I guess it was a uh, Paranormal Activity Six. Yeah. The dog on. <laughs> what would Papita do? <laughs> yeah, the marked ones that you all want. The mar- to see, oh, the marked ones. Not, yeah. Man, I'm good. <laughs> what, 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 good. That brings out good memories, man. Good memories right. of Pepita. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, all right. See you guys on the next show, and um, we love you all. Peace. Yeah.